Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to one. I'm one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. This is episode 293, and here with me tonight, as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andrelkert, here as always. Yes, apologies for the late start, listeners. Um, but yeah, I've, I've had some tech issues. Not tech issues, but I've been um, upgrading my tech. i got the Note 9, and I've got the S4. I haven't, had, I haven't actually had a tablet since the iPad, really. I know with my Kindle, I've always had a Kindle, but like my Kindle Fire. But it's so nice not having to sideload apps and just having them on an app store. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like even the Marvel app in the Kindle Andy has to be side loaded and it's not the up to date version. Mm-hmm. You have to get an APK and you know what the folk uploading APKs are doing. It's like, ah, psych, it's not that. It's going to fuck it. You need to delete it and reset everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, just the biggest the S4 is lovely. Like, it's weird having Vibrate on a tablet. I've never had oh, that yeah. on a tablet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got an S Pen, like a big chunky one. I got the keyboard coming for it as well because. It functions kind of like I, I wanted kind of like a surfacey style thing that wasn't a surface because it's like twice the price of this for but like um, it's nice plus samsung's my jam now um i seen recently as well apple get knocked off i was i text you this didn't i they were like number mm-hmm. two they were number one for so long then samsung up their game as off was it this six and this sx edge s7 that's about yeah i think it- I think it was with with phones they've not like uh, like Samsung's definitely overtaken Apple. I think like Apple overall is still worth more money no, it's not. essentially. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, overall Apple is, but phone wise, no, Samsung's knocking about the park and yeah. Huawei, um, which is how you pronounce it. Weird, like his mold work is always Huawei, blah, blah blah. But the official pronunciation is Huawei, and um, yeah. they've became they've became second, and they're not even allowed to sell them in America because America's <laughs> scared that the Chinese will use them to spy on them. Fuck's sake, man! That's the it's truth. Just a fucking, just a phone. It's the same as any so, other phone. It's a good phone, truth. like the the new one. Like I don't know if you've used it, like the P20. The P20. Yeah, yeah but, the, the real one's good, man. That's like, really nice phone. It's okay. I, I just I just like the sound. The Note Nine's a beast, though, man. Like it's got four thousand um, mAh is the battery, which is like a thousand more than the S8, and it's got like an 8 gig RAM, which is the same as a PC, mm-hmm. uh, f- 512 gig inbuilt data, which is nuts. And you can expand it to a terabyte. Yeah, that's mental. <laughs> Phone, phone's insane. And like I tried Fortnite on it to tie it back into gaming and like mm. Fortnite on that, I know it's not the most powerful game, but the Fortnite on this phone runs very similar to how it does on my Switch. Mm. 
compared to on my S8 Plus, which is a fast phone anyway, compared to like the iPhone 8, iPhone 7, it makes it feel like a slow phone. Like, see, because I'm doing the smart switch and transferring apps over and making sure my home screen's set up the same. Going back to the S8 Plus, I'm like, oh man, why does this feel slow now? And like, the camera's much better than that. Because I went from the iPhone 8 to the S8. And like, Mm. This is almost like another step again. Well, it is another step again. <laughs> yeah. And it's got it's got its own S Pen. It's a wee thin one, right? And it's cool and stuff. But I prefer the giant one that comes with the tablet that feels like an actual pen. Right. Um, it, it works on both, which is handy. Okay. Um, and the cool thing is, like, see, just now, if you needed me to take a note, I could just ping the pen out and write on the screen, and then save to notes. And I can, I think, I can set it to handwriting recognition, so it'll actually make a note if I write next episode two nine four. Boom. So I wonder if I can set that to take notes and add it to like WhatsApp or text messages. You know, it's handy because I know it sounds like first world. It is first world problems, not going to lie, but it's like taking your phone out of your pocket, unlocking it, putting in your code or using your facial recognition, then opening the app and then typing a note. Whereas now, pull pull the pen out and write it on the screen. So does it have like a dedicated like note app then? Yeah. Because I always found that, right? Like, see, I I used to have, I can't remember what, what app it was and in fact, there must have just been like because iPhone just has an app that's just called Notes. Called it? Notes, yeah. And yeah. see, when I got my Samsung, it transferred all my notes from Apple Notes to Samsung Notes. Because mm. like I used to use the uh, I used to use the Apple Notes all the time when I had like my iPhone four, and I had like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of notes. But like uh, once I got like the the Sony phone, like this is a few years ago now, um, I can and I still haven't found a good like Note app that like will that will not have fucking hundreds of adverts and shit like that like in it or like lose my notes after a wee while and stuff like that it's like i've I just stopped taking any notes <laughs> and i used to do it all the time i'm like oh I'll, I, this is an idea and like, i would just put it into a note but like i can't do that anymore because like it always just fucking loses my notes yeah um samsung notes is beasting i was I was thinking the same when I got my samsung what am i going to use for notes but you know you know when you put up your samsung it says transfer from apple you type in your password, blah, blah, and it signs in. Uh, all my Apple notes transferred directly to Samsung notes, which is beasting. Nice. But yeah, um, I, I love dedicated notes app because I use it, I use notes more than anything else. Mm. To be honest, that's my most used feature in the phone. Um, but no, I really I really like this phone. Um, I can't wait to play about with it more. Um, just sitting and doing the video. But like, as you know, the transferring between the two handsets is now, even though it's the same ecosystem, like I need to have my SIM card on the new phone for it to work, and some of the apps. Like I still need to contact BT to get it transferred over. I've got an O2 SIM card, so I probably should put that in. But then I want to move my SD card over till I get my 512 because I've got 128 gig in this one. Um, and then part of me is like, oh, this phone's worthless, and then I'm realising this phone's still worth about 200 quid, so get rid of it <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah. The other part of me is keep it as a backup phone. That stupid voice in the back of your head, like the reason I've still got a Kindle Fire phone sitting next to me as well here. It's like, just oh, the Amazon this. fucking Fire phone? Oh, my God. It's still sitting right here, mate. Amazon Fire phone. Do you want to buy it? 32 gig. No, it's broken. Five, it's, it's got a crack on it. It's usable. No thanks. I, I I would never want that again. It's fucking. It was so cool as well that phone man. Like soon after yeah. I was like, oh this is amazing. And then after like one day, I'm like, do you know, I can't do anything with it. See if see if Amazon hadn't been stubborn and they'd adopted Google, that phone would have been in its third or fourth iteration now, and it'd be mm. killing it. Mm. But they were they were stubborn. They used the App Store, the Amazon App Store. It's not great. They stopped mm. supporting it on the Fire Phone after six months. 
and like, but see the front facing cam, the five front facing cameras and such like. Oh, it was incredible technology, and they had the pioneering sort of camera where you could put it on something, it would go bing. That's a PlayStation Four game. Do you want me to order it from Amazon? And I know Bixby and stuff like that's got it now, and I'm sure there's things on the iPhone that does similar. But I mean, look at Spotify, uh, not Spotify, Shazam built into it as well. Mm. Camera heard a song, you could download that song and. I sent you a wee video there, Andy, of what I'm t- talking about. If you want to watch it, it's 20 seconds long. Nice. I'll, I'll have a look in a second. Yep. Yeah. So, like, that's that's my phone on, on the off screen. Like, I just ping out the pen. Obviously, that was me filming and writing one-handed sort <laughs> <Yeah>. of thing. <laughs> and so does it remember, does it, like... Oh, yeah, Look. so let's just save it in notes. Okay, cool. That's yeah. cool. So, like, literally, you just pull out the pen, that happens, and you can write on the screen and then tap save in notes at the top right, or you can save it elsewhere. Nice. But that's that's so badass that that happens. Um, the other cool thing is, as well, when I've had this before, sometimes I want to, like, especially now when I'm doing my training things, like, I want to get a image that's within an image, say, like, it's a picture of Sonic, Tails and Knuckles, it would never be, but say an iPhone and it's also got in the background like uh, a picture of a book and stuff, but I just want the iPhone. Mm. If I draw around it with a pen, it automatically cuts that out the image, even if it's online, and I can use that and save that as the image file instead of like um, having to get it and crop the image and like or zoom in and stuff like that, which is cool. Like, you know what I mean? That's, like I can, Yeah, that's really cool. So I wanted your face... And I didn't want anybody else. I would just draw around your face and move that. Remember, I made the well, game. Why, Remember, why I made do you a want game. Anyone else, if you've got my face. <laughs> Remember, I made the jumping and game. What was that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it was called. But, but we're yeah. playing about with Unity or what was it? And yeah. I, I made Andy <laughs> Andy jump. <laughs> that's funny. We stick man, Andy. Um, but no, like yeah, I highly recommend the Note Nine. Like I've had a play about with the uh, iPhone XS Max. Not as impressed. It's only got four four gig of RAM in it. Hmm. 4 gig rank, 6 gig, sorry, I tell a lie. The Sony XZ3, I was going to try and tell me a little bit, it's actually got 4 gig of RAM, which is insane. It's got the same camera as the original XZ as well. Oh, but it's got an OLED screen. Yeah. They're like, they're like, oh, we need to do something with these OLED screens that we didn't but, use in the second gen Vita. Second gen, yeah, but do you know, all they're doing is they're Bravia OLED, and it's like, yeah, but the Note 8's got an OLED screen on it. Oh, but Sony wait until it's perfected. No, they, no, they don't. No, they don't. They're just late to the party. Um... But yeah, I'll have fun talking to her. I think she might be in tomorrow. But yeah, I love my phones. Um, I've not really had many tablets, obviously. I've never really... I've, I've been that reliant on my Kindle and what I can do with it. But now that I've got this S4 like tablet, I don't think my Kindle's going to have much a look in if Tasha doesn't want it. Because pff, what's it going to do that my phone can't... Like, I've got a Kindle app, so that's my mm, Kindle card. Yeah. Do you know, um, like we were trying, like Bethany was just speaking of like tech things. Like Bethany was wanting to watch uh, Avengers Assemble, mm. Mm. The, the first movie. Or she just call it Avengers. Now um, available in four K. Never is it? Yeah, I seen them in HMV oh. yesterday. Uh, the, oh, the, all, yeah, all, th- cool. all, th- all three Avengers were sitting there in four K, and I'm like, why? Civ- I would have bought Civil War if it was there, but mm. it wasn't. Nice, go cool. well, I need to try and look out for those, like Black Friday. Definitely, definitely. I, I, I would imagine Civil War's coming. It has to if the first mm. fucking Avengers movies out in four K. They'll, they'll <laughs> probably do all of them in four K, like and go back and yeah. redo them because they've all been shot like like in a yeah upscalable form anyway. And um, but I, so Bethany was wanting to watch uh, the first Avengers movie, mm. and uh, we were like, 
wanting to cast it and she's got like a now tv box in her bedroom sure and like every time when we try to cast like it shows up in the list of the things you can cast to so like oh we'll try and cast it and like it didn't work and it just just spun I'm like okay like none none came up mm. on the now tv box at all like it wasn't like it so i don't know if you can cast it or what but anyway it didn't work so i'm like why don't we just use like put the chromecast from uh, like the living room into the uh into her room because like our TV you can just cast straight to the TV plus and I don't even use that half the time because it's kind of got a slow buffer on it and I just cast it to the Xbox because like you can just cast it to the Xbox app and like boom there it goes like we don't fucking need this Chromecast like in the the living room because we've got a smart TV and this fucking Xbox that we can do it with and I don't really use the Xbox that much right now so like yeah we'll just do that so she was very happy with this that she could just watch anything off the the casting phone into her uh on our TV because we've got like uh, I still use my old Z3 and I just use it for uh, casting like all casting stuff mm. and uh, showbox and things because I don't because uh, I didn't want to put that on like my new phone because I use it so much for work stuff I don't want it to get clogged up even though it's full of like fucking games and all sorts of random apps that I've downloaded over the years for uh, testing various things <laughs> yeah I've got, I, I think I've got at least a hundred apps like downloaded see when I was, that are when I was like, transferred <laughs> When I was transferring my phone, I'm like, I used that once, I used that once. You know that one specific app for the smartwatch that's got its own app? And it's like, yep. I'll never use that. And then this Fido app for the BB-8s, and yeah. <laughs> I've got all these in my phone. Microsoft banned, that's what it was. They, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're not even a thing anymore. Why have I still got that? So, yeah, um, Microsoft bands were really cool. Like, But uh, the thing was, like, see when they'd connect and everything, like, Microsoft had a cool idea, but they didn't run with it. So basically, if you had like your Microsoft Band, which is like your Fitbit, you could come in and like sync it with your Xbox and your Fitbit. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. that was cool to me, but then they'd done away with it. <sighs> Do you know what? Bit... I, I like I like what they've what Microsoft done now, and they made the Xbox kind of more open to things. And like you see, how you, you can use your Alexa now to mm. uh, like to, to turn your Xbox on and shit like that. I'm like, oh. Like that actually sounds like quite appealing because that was probably my favorite thing about like having the original Xbox One and like we had the connect the connect for it obviously Xbox and on like, Xbox on it was so fucking cool like just to go go boop, boop, boop. like yep. I loved that that was like that it felt like futuristic to do that so like being able to do that again without the need for a fucking stupid camera is pretty awesome. Do you not remember the conference though where it turned everybody's Xbox off halfway through it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Xbox off. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could also go Xbox Pizza if you had it set up and it would all mm. Domino's Pizza order and stuff. That was so cool, mm. but uh, times have moved on now. I don't think we'll get another Connect again now. No, I mean, they might just build it into the next console. Because like, right now, you obviously have to do it like through your Alexa. Like, yeah. And so you would have to have whatever other device. Oh, you can do it through your like headset or whatever microphone. But mm. to just build a small microphone into the console. Yeah. Could see that happen. Fraser was talking about, did you get my photos from Eurogamer from five years ago I first played the PS4? Yeah, man. That was when I was tidying the loft, those were up there, because we, you had to get a pass to play, like, five games and then a pass to choose one of the other five games. Mm. Whenever I went back a second time, so... I think I, think I did, because I, I played... You did. Uh, I can't remember, because I, I definitely played... Yeah, no, because I played uh, Warframe. And yeah, when, when you were doing that, I was getting... So bad. The minute I played up, messaging the guys over there—is it Young Horse Games or Wild Horse yeah, Games? Yeah. I was like, "Hi guys, I've just played your game. Do you want to come on for an interview?" Mm. 
That was cool. Yeah. The um, do you remember we do you remember we bought that octopus game thinking mm-hmm. it was like made by the same people and it was not the same yeah. at all. Yeah. Oh yeah, the one <laughs> in the Vita. Yeah, the, the one in the Vita. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, this must be the same thing. But yeah, um, no, that was cool. But Fraser was talking about booking like a place early for next year because next year would be prime time, obviously, for a PS5 first playing. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The end good, of next that's a year. Good show, actually, yeah. Yeah. So. That could be something the three of us. Because then he said, we could ask the women and children as well. And I just, I'm out. I sent him that fucking <laughs> shit. I'm out. I mean, you, you lost me there. And then he went, okay, we can go without them. And I'm like, oh, I'm back in now. I'm in for that. <laughs> so the three of us could maybe work out something. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I was kind of annoyed that I never got to go this year, but I was supposed to be working. That's right. Uh, I've, I've, I've wanted to go it. every year, but just mm. life. CX happens mm. to me, to be honest with you, and you. Mm. And we haven't been able to, but. The first two years were good. Second year wasn't as great because me and Fraser didn't get paid to the second night. And then you were skint. And remember, we had to go yeah. out and we ended up in that dodgy nightclub with like... Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, the dodgy gentleman. <laughs> I'm quite glad I didn't go to that. That like that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we walked past and then we walked past and there was like a stabbing or something had happened. The club had emptied, yeah. so me and Fraser were the only folk in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. The first, first year we went was really fun, though, in your... Yeah, I enjoyed it, like, because we only went once with Fraser, didn't we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it when we went with him as well, and we had, like, the 42 t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, a bit more professional. But then, mm-hmm. I think it was bigger the second year. It's even bigger now. Passes this time. Yeah, it's, clo- it's closer this now as well, because like, it's in Yeah, yeah. The, uh, we could, Mark we went, could road Mark, trip. Mark went down to it, um, so he did for one day. Nice. Now I would I would get a weekend pass. Do you not get yeah, the, yeah. the early bird access thing? Yeah, if you've been before, you can get it. Because we did you not get an offer via TV or something? Yeah, like that? I got it through. I got it through Virgin. Yeah, I mean, like we get press passes the first. Did we get press passes both years? Just the first year it was, wasn't it? The second year we made press credentials and walked into the press area. Um, we did get press passes, but it was only for one day. We got the press pass link. That's right. So I doubt we'd get it now because it's a bit. It's a bit bigger. Than it was. TPS UK got theirs. Yeah, but their press pass is alright. So if we don't get it, it's not dear. I wouldn't rely on it this time. Buy the weekend pass, to be honest with you, Um, because you don't get anything extra for being press. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. There's nothing to say that you can just go. We would get Fraser to make up press badges again. Like, (laughs) yeah, I would definitely do that again and just get a hotel one. We could Hmm. we could road trip now that I drive. Me and you could take turns. We could go halfway. Yeah, I'd rather just get the bus. It's much cheaper. <laughs> it ain't gonna be cheaper. But if we're if all three of us, petrol three ways. I paid last year. Yeah, last year we went. I paid. I think it was a tenner. It cost me to get there and back. And you and Fraser flew down. And I got there before you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That was yeah. fucking funny. I I did leave a lot earlier than you guys, but you left the night before still. though. Not the no, not the night before. You did. But, you uh, left at midnight. No, no. No, no. I left like super early in the morning, like. Five six in the morning. Five six in the morning. I we we flew at like what lunchtime. We were at the airport yeah. for an hour. Nah, it was a lot easier just getting flown. Nah, well, I don't know. I get some some says I always want to do a road trip, and some says it'll be fun. But no, no, let the car will break down. I think it's just like it's it's fun if you're in in the car and not driving. It's not fucking fun if you're just driving <laughs> for like four hours <laughs> on a straight road on a motorway and then stopping yeah, but... in the fucking traffic. 
Oh, we, we could do two hours and two hours. Like, I know Fraser doesn't drive, but... Hmm. That's the thing. The last time we were going to drive, it was only you. Yeah, right enough. Hmm. I don't know. That's a, that's a year away. We'll, we'll think about that. But yeah, definitely, let's make make plans to go. Yeah, we could get some coverage. And do a live floor, floor show. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens because it depends on my work as well. Now, because hmm. I mean, the big things, blood. Anyway, um, yeah, let's start the show. So we'll start with big screen, way screen, and this is the part of the show where we talk about all scene. And I'm going to go first because I'm trying to take it turn and turn about each week. And I think you were first last week. Can't remember who cares. I'll do what I want. <laughs> um, so me and Tasha took a, a leaf out of your book, and we've been watching the Purge series, Sandy. Oh, nice. So we've seen the first three. We've not seen the first Purge of the TV series yet. Um, first one was okay. It wasn't mm-hmm. a great movie. Second one was almost a completely different movie, but expanded in the world heavily. Um, the first one was like a home invasion movie. Like you reminded me of the film The Strangers, where they turned up at the door with the bags mm-hmm. in their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one, I don't, I can't really. It, 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 it felt like The Division. Like that's what it felt like. Um, right. basically obviously everybody knows that the purge is the one night a year all crimes legal and this guy was trying to avenge his son's death and it was fine have you seen the third one yet election year yeah I've seen those ones yeah I've not seen the new one the, the first, first purge, purge right? I've not seen the TV show we did want to see it uh, tonight but we never managed to with just the way today went the first purge seems quite interesting as well but my problem is I really like the Frank Grillo character of Leo the cop I really I like, like him too, yeah, yeah. Um, he's crossbones obviously in uh, Civil War and he was in a do you remember me talking about a, 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 what was it called it was an MMA show I cannot remember the name of it oh yeah I do yeah I remember you talking about this yeah and he he was the main guy in that so I really like him and do you know what see after seeing the Punch films he would have been a good choice for Punisher as well yeah he would have been yeah a really good choice Um, this the sad thing they could obviously revert it because at the end of the third film, sorry spoilers, but this film's a couple of years old now. Um, the woman that gets elected into office, she decides to get rid of the purge, and mm. that kind of ties it up. So hence, this one's called the first purge, and I haven't seen it yet, but it looks really cool how it's an experiment the government started, and they kind of realise the public aren't taken to it, so they start inserting government agents, and like basically what we've seen throughout the films, they're using it as a way to cleanse the poor, so they don't have to pay in healthcare and housing and stuff. The one thing that's interesting to me is the the guy, I can't remember the black guy's name, but he was basically the stranger in the first one that came in the house and um, Ethan Hawke's character tried to kill him and give him to the posh folk outside. That opens up that story to me and they were saying, oh, he's just some homeless nobody we want to kill. But he obviously wasn't. They're the rich and upper class and he was part of this movement, the anti-purge movement. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So that's obviously why the guys that were outside the house wanted to kill him. Um... I, my favourite one so far has been the third one, I reckon. Really like the character that had the shop. Was it Al? Oh, what yeah. was his name? Yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I liked him too. He, he was cool, and he's, he's pal, the Mexican guy. I really liked him. Um, there's not much to the films, to be honest. Not a lot happens, just these folks trying to survive. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more that could be done with this premise. Um, I would love to see a video game of it. I would happily play it. Um mm-hmm. But the TV series is the one that sounds the most interesting to me, Andy, because basically it starts off during a purge and then it flashes back to the 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 year before the purge and how the characters got to the stage they are at on purge night. Because like we, we've seen the young girls in election year 
and they were robbing the, well, they, were, they were being wee dicks and they stole out the guy's diner mm, yeah. and then they came back in purge night and they were going to kill him and it's like you could see that happening do you know what I mean with folk taking it the wrong way and yeah. then there's the whole church of the purge who support it you know and it's the founding fathers sort of masonry almost style thing um, really cool really really cool idea that I, I don't often say this but the sequels have got better as they've went along and apparently the first purge is the best one of them all so Okay. I, I'm really keen on seeing it, and the TV series they've, they've teased already, saying it's a ten-episode TV event. Do you know what I mean? So mm. they, they might do another series, but they've also teased crossovers with characters from the movies. You know, okay. previously, um, really like it, and I hope they do another one. I mean, first the first purge was only out this year, so I'd imagine it'd be a year or two before another movie. Um, but who knows? I, I really enjoyed it. I thought one that's been on our lists for a while. Like and I just never get round to. Um, it's not over. It seems like it's overly, overly violent, and in some ways, yes. But you, it's not like saw or hostile style gore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of says survival, and when the, when you see the trails and that, you kind of think it's going to be that. Yeah, it, it isn't really. It's more like it's kind of like a wee bit political. <laughs> It's almost yeah. It's almost trying to have a political stance, and apparently the the first first one really went all politically to try and make a message edited. But hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really thought it was cool. It's not as scary as the trailers make it out. So if you think you're going into a horror film, even the first one wasn't particularly scary. Um, no, it's not scary. I mean, like it's the most uh, maybe unnerving the first one is. Like, but yeah, I wouldn't even scary. say I wouldn't even say I felt unnerved. I don't know if it was like, just because like like Ashley did. Like she she was like, oh, this makes me feel uneasy because it's like a home invasion type thing, and because yeah. there's like somebody sneaking about in your house sort of thing. You don't know where they are, and all the fucking lights are off and all that sort of shit. It's she definitely yeah. got that, but like I, I didn't. I was like, yeah, this is fine. And and the uh, the thing I I liked about the first movie as well, like like you said. The uh, the world building, it's like, oh, I want to know more about like this yep. world here and like how it got to this. And then they they obviously like heard that feedback loud and clear from people and went, like, okay, people like this movie like for the home invasion side of it. But what they really liked was the idea of like the the people being out and like being able to kill everybody all night. Would you know where the the idea came from? I read the director said that the idea from it came when him and his wife were in a road rage accident. A drunk guy nearly killed them, and the the police showed up and everything. The drunk guy was going mental, and the wife said, "Wouldn't it be okay if everybody got a pass to murder somebody once a year, like as an off the cuff comment?" And he took that yeah. and developed it into this whole premise. And like the second and third one showed us what he wanted outside during the purge, and. They could even take it further. Like they're kind of small budget movies. I know that's mm. that kit. that studio does um, Insidious and stuff. The small budget movies. See if you did this on a bigger budget and a bigger scale, there could be so much more to it. And it's almost mm. apocalyptic world. But you know, it's only for one night. And then, like mm. the minute the sirens go off, everybody's guns have to go down because it's kept. What is it? Crimes now at five percent all over America. Yeah. So it's yeah. brought crime to and poverty. And it's brought everything down because they're allowing it all this one night and. It's nuts. Um, this the guy in the first film was making his money off of the security systems, obviously, and yeah. uh, the the young boy and the homeless man. Well, he was seen as a homeless man, but now we know that that guy was part of the anti purge movement that the upper class are trying to eradicate. So that made sense why the rich kids were trying to kill him. Do you know what I mean? And then seeing the government being involved and actually using it as a chance to kill off the poor folks that are claiming benefits and stuff. It's it's yeah. and then killing off presidential candidates that were competitors and. 
<laughs> yeah, and like you said, they've, they've took it even further by going, they've obviously had feedback by going, well, how did it all start? How did the public react for the first one? So then they bring out the first purge that was this year's one. And I'm really interested to see. It'll be a disappointment not to see the characters that we get used to in the second and third movie, but mm. I, I'm, I'm interested to see, because they do it as a contained event in Staten Island as a test, and that's that's what I'm interested in. And then the TV show is going to expand on it even more, showing us characters in this world where this is a thing throughout the rest of the year. That'll be kind of cool to see how do you build up to Purge Night if you're actually yeah, going to yeah. own Purge. Because anytime when we've seen it, it's always been like the day on of Purge. Yeah. Purge, the day of the purge, like and people mm-hmm. were preparing like their last minute prep for it, or even like a day or two before and like kind of leading up to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, like be really interesting to see the rest of it, and it, it might just be boring though. Like, like I'm just living my life. I'm going to my job, doing my work, going home, <laughs> and then I'll put away ten pound a week so that I can uh, save up for purge. Buy a gun. <laughs> so yeah. Buy a gun. <laughs> like those girls with like the, the the guns with diamonds on it and stuff like that. Yeah. And the, the car with the Christmas the car lights. The lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had uh, the song choices are really clever in it. Cyrus party in the USA. Hmm. They were coming out the car but like I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching Pudge and I really would like is, to see another one that's got Frank Grillo again because he's mm. phenomenal Is the TV show out now then yeah? Yeah it, well it's yeah, on like episode 3 new, Wednes- right, new, new episode every Wednesday on Amazon it's an Amazon yeah. original as well Andy Because I did see it show up and we were, we were talking about watching like the first Pudge to get caught up like the yeah. just the other day and we're like, oh, we need to watch because we it was TV maybe show. a month or two ago we watched it, and we're like, oh, we need to watch the the other movie first before we start watching TV shows. So. Yeah, we're we're at that stage as well, and like the TV shows on episode three, and it's the cool thing is it's not like this random spin-off. It's from the director, the guy that directed and wrote the first three. No, sorry, he Thanks. didn't direct the first Purge, but he's wrote them all and the TV series. He directed the first three movies. Uh, a new director done the first purge but the guy that wrote them all he's wrote the TV series too and he's still involved in it it's not like he's stepped away or anything and they're diluting it so I like when that happens because sometimes when a TV show comes out of it it's not quite up to the standards do you know what I mean but Mm. yeah I'm really excited about this series and uh, I I really want the first purge I'll maybe watch tomorrow night after work I'll definitely have watched it by next week if I can maybe not started the TV show because we've got quite a lot going on Um, we watched another episode of uh, Cloak and Dagger it's a slow burner but I'm really enjoying the character building Um, I think they're building a strong cast doing it this way not much more has progressed in the plot Um, they haven't found out much more about their powers and yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for the next one. I didn't really watch too much TV apart from that. It's like my weeks are split into watching YouTube, and yeah. I don't really want to start. But then again, I'll maybe have a think of how we can do part of this as well because that that's that's going to cover a lot. I mean, I haven't watched any metal recently because I like to let his build up and watch them all in a big blast, you know. So like, I think with YouTube, right? Like at this point, I kind of treat YouTube like a TV show, like, yeah, especially a TV with the channel. channels. Yeah, so like especially with the channel, like the channels that I watch, that do like an episode or two or like a a new video every week sort of thing. Like I will go on and like every Monday. There's like a couple of channels that will upload like their new video for the week. I like, like I'll go Jesus. on every every Monday and watch it. Just the same as like I would with whatever new TV show I make. Like on a Tuesday, I watch Better Call Saul, and then yeah. but, but like on a Monday, I'll watch like whatever a uh, YouTube video is that's come out that day from the channels yeah. that uh, that I subscribe to. So. Like, I would yeah, just so treat fake. it like a TV show, mate. Like, cool. So, like, um, I I suppose, but we'd obviously from the generation where it wasn't all TV show, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it is now, but I suppose they do have TV series. Cobra Kai, I watched it, do you know what I mean? Like, and that was phenomenal. I can't wait for season two this, next year. Um, 
that's one you definitely need to get yeah, around to. I, at I some still point. need to watch that one. Yeah, but I haven't, I haven't honestly watched too much. It was most of my days watching Party, and the cool thing about Work Party, the kids' TV show by Jim Henson, the wee one loves it. And you know when you just start seeing them paying more attention to stuff, like there's this thing called the What's It toy in it, and every week the What's It toy, every week every episode's got the the toys get, it opens up. It's like a wee remote control car, and it's got something in it, and like it was a telescope, and they learn about a telescope. Hmm. So they, they've brought toys out for Word Party. Yeah, so yeah. now <laughs> now that she needs to get that, and if they bring out a What's It toy, that'd be awesome, man. And it goes, what's it, what's it, toy? And anyway, it's, it's so cool because before it would just be on the telly, she would glance at it. And it started actually with Shakira. Shakira came up here, like I told you, and she was like, huh? Every time that song, Try Everything, comes on, the, the wee one squeals with delight that it's on. Uh, word party now, though, when the what's it, toy comes out, she's fixated on it till she sees what think, what comes out that what's it, toy, man. Like, honestly, it's so cute. Um, so, I word party. Check it out if you want. I suppose it's a Netflix exclusive. It's Jim Henson, but it's not puppets. Kind of weird. Mm. It's like a wee baby elephant, a panda, who's called Lulu. Uh, I don't know the rest of them. There's a kangaroo. Uh, there's a kangaroo, a panda, a something, something else, and a cheetah, and like a, an elephant and a cheetah. And I'm like, why doesn't the cheetah eat those? Why doesn't why doesn't mm. it eat the other animals? <laughs> like, because that would happen in real life. And mm. I'm sitting asking, like, say, I'm telling her what would really happen. In a jungle situation, they would all be dead because the cheetah would have feasted on them by now if it was hungry because they were eating breakfast the other day. Anyway, anyway why am I talking about fucking word party? Yeah, so I haven't watched anything else really. Um, just we've been watching a purge like every night apart from tonight because we were both tired today. But anyway, what have you been watching? The um, just just off the back of that, there was uh, there was a show Bethany used to watch when when she was we called uh, Show Me Show Me. Right. Which was like a show on uh, on CBBS. I don't know if it's uh, still out now. Probably not. Um, but the it was like two presenters, and it was like obviously like a kid show, and they had like uh, these toys that kind of like came alive, sort of thing. Right. And uh, they had uh, they had like this one called... No, no, not 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 like that. They were that was like a scary actual... movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like actual like stuffed toys, sort of things. And okay. they had like a they had like adventures to do with. Them, they, I don't know if they, they really came alive and moved about. I can't remember, but they like played with them in different ways. But they had this thing, and it was called Stuffy, and it was yeah. basically like this felt cube which had like orange hair, and it had like a pocket, and basically it was like four squares of different material, and like uh, it had like jeans on the back essentially. Okay. And uh, and you couldn't get like toys of it, so the people like, people made them, like right. sold them like on eBay. So like we like that was the first thing I remember Bethany like gra- gravitating towards and being like oh that's really cool and like I was like oh well, well, I wonder if I can get her like a toy of that and you couldn't find it anywhere and they eventually like found people like custom making these things on eBay and we bought one for her and she fucking loved it man like until she, for for like a year or two years and then she was like okay I'm grown out of this now and then yeah, like, I remember they even like Elmo at first but she's not really yeah. into Elmo now she likes stuff <laughs> yeah. a bit bit more with songs she might she might still like go back to Elmo because she's still really young like yeah but um but this this toy I remember like we uh we had it for like a couple of years and then Bethany didn't like like want it anymore so we we ended up selling it at a boot sale and like the uh the people that we sold it to the boot sale were like oh my god I can't believe like that there's a toy of this <laughs> it was really funny um but yeah like stuff like that like because uh, I remember there was a couple other things that she was really into when she was wee um, and I'm like oh I wonder if I can get toys for that because I, I used to get her to watch Samurai Pizza Cats and, I uh, love that and there's no and, yeah, toys for 
yeah she really liked it and I'm like oh like she really likes these characters I wonder if I can buy toys for her of these and it was like a hundred quid for one <laughs> I'm like mm, no yeah because they, they, they never came and they're rare because like I remember driving my mum I got her to drive me to Beatties um, got her to take me to Toys R Us in Edinburgh like we, was, we were everywhere oh, this was before online mum was phoning places to try and get them Samurai Pizza Cats never came out of here because I always wanted them but you can get them they're just very difficult to get mm, yep did they did they come out over here then no 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 not many folk know that show yeah I know it seems to be like only, only like our sort of age demographic and it was very like one Warwick. or two years like yeah. I don't think like soon I like told Ashley about it she's like what are you talking about Samurai <laughs> like, Kids yeah it was amazing it was such a great fucking crazy show and like if you watch it back now it makes no sense yeah because like, I watched it like with Bethany obviously <laughs> like, it's crazy and it's just like the plot of it is just totally nonsensical it's like that, there was, that, that was there not the three of them there was the two guys the girl and then there was a the bigger cat that came into him mm, yep and there was anchovy can't remember them yeah I can't remember their names but like it was such a cool weird show but yeah never ever never ever got anywhere but I think I loved it because I loved pizza <laughs> yeah I still love pizza uh, Papa John's has got the Venom pizza can't wait for Venom the movie either yeah so that I don't know if I'd like a Venom pizza like would it have it would Symbio. have anchovies on it and, and olives black olives black olives yeah and I don't like either of those so no thank you um, but yeah, so I did, I did watch a couple of things. Um, Do you know, that would have been a clever, clever market employee to push their half and half deals because Venom's got a split personality almost. like. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? They could have totally yeah. played in that. But then they would have had the, like, the, the political crowd saying, oh, you can't do that because it's a psycho... <laughs> did you, no, it's an alien symbiote. No, no, it's a psycho, psychological disorder and like you can't be highlighting that. No. Nah. Yeah, I don't know. People moan about fucking every disease. But oh, yeah. I, I, did, I did watch a couple of things. So we watched uh, watched Men in Black 2. Good film. Um, which Not as good as watched, the first or third, but good. Yeah, so we just watched uh, the first one last week with Bethany. And, uh, we watched this one where we're doing a bit of lab building. And yeah, Men in Black 2 doesn't hold up anyone near as well as the first one. Like, it's kind of weird because it's almost like... Johnny Knoxville's in it. Yeah, and he's terrible in it. It's almost like a retelling of the first movie, but from, like, backwards. So, like... It's because it's almost like Will Smith recruiting like Tommy Lee Jones into it, whereas yeah. obviously in the first movie it's a little bit about, um, which I didn't like. He's working in the post office. <laughs> yeah, but like Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are brilliant, and it's just everything else that goes on is kind of shit. It's a shame Tommy Lee Jones wasn't in the third one. Bush did a perfect young Tommy Lee. He did a hundred percent. Yeah, like uh, the the third movie was amazing, and like uh, I, I probably watched that like. Like this week with Bethany, so we've seen all of them. Um, but yeah, like the third movie is probably my favourite out of them. Yeah, it is a good one. Have you, yeah. you should watch the cartoon. What, 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 sorry? The cartoon? Yeah, yeah, watch the cartoon. Hmm. So Bethany's not really like into watching cartoons now. Like she wants to watch like live action things, unless it's Marvel, and she'll watch like any Marvel thing, it doesn't matter what it is. So like I told her that she was watching Avengers tonight. Men in, Men in Black like, is Marvel. Well, I know, I know. Um, and she was watching. She's she's watching Avengers tonight, and uh, and she's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, Coulson's in it, and she's like, oh yeah, and Coulson dies. Spoilers, and I'm like, well yeah, I know, I like, I've seen it, but he, he doesn't, but he doesn't really die. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> I know. I'm like, but he doesn't really die. She's like, I've seen it. She does. He does. I'm like, well, he comes back in the Agents of Shield. I know, in the Agents of Shield TV show, and she's like, that's a plot hole. <laughs> I'm like, well. 
um, it's all explained, and she's like, "Oh, where?" And I'm like, "Oh, Agents of Shield." She's like, so oh, she's starting Agents of Shield. Is this show? Is this show still going? I'm like, "Yeah, it's on five seasons. I do a podcast about it." <laughs> every, every, everyone's surprised about that, and including your chair. <laughs> yeah, including me. To be fair, like it's the fact that it's got another season is kind of perplexing. I thought it'd be done after last one, but anyway. But um, but yeah, I mean, she's old enough now that she could watch that. I did like see when it first came out. Like we got her to watch the first episode with us, and she was like. Daddy, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> but now she's like more into like plot and stuff like that. Of, like, so she'll know why yeah. it's boring this time when she watches it. <laughs> yeah, no, but she'll understand more that like it's to do with. She'll events, understand why it's like... boring, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then no, the Avengers think... never show up. But I think she would you get the C list would... from Thor. <laughs> That's it. But I think she would connect with some of the characters and stuff like that, like me and like uh, yeah, uh, Sky and Daisy and whatnot. The Asian Kung Fu spy. Of course, your nine-year-old daughter. Cool. <laughs> eight, eight. She's only eight. Yeah, your eight-year-old daughter's gonna connect with a spy. The cavalry. I, no, I, I, I do think I do think she would like it. Like now, um, so I I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. She seems to be quite smart. <laughs> she is, yeah. Yeah, so she won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But Daddy, like, now any... I can tell you why it's why it's not a good show. <laughs> I yeah. imagine that happened. I would piss myself if you come on and tell me the Bethany tells you why she was not good. <laughs> but she's been watching like all like YouTube videos about like theories to do with, like Infinity War and stuff like that. So when, she's, like, when's her next YouTube video? Uh, I don't have time, mate. It's too, it takes me to when she learns how to do the fucking editing for it. That's when it's. <laughs> don't even need to edit it too much. Just uh, rip your 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 intro. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. I like at some point probably when I get a new phone because the problem with like my phone is like, see if I record a video that's like ten minutes long, my phone will just overheat and it'll be like nah. <laughs> see, <laughs> my my problem with the S eight was okay. Ultra HD videos took thirty seconds longer to um put together and your your phone just collapses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your phone was good at one point though. Yeah, I mean it was like my phone's like a three year old phone at this point, like it's a Z five premium I've got um which is I mean it's still a good phone but like for what I do with it, like it it doesn't it doesn't hold up to it at this point. Yeah, we'll see see like my phone will last a good three years at least because I remember Scott, the old manager at Moldwork, mm-hmm. where he he had a note four Till January this year that we're still holding on, yeah. And that's Note Four, <laughs> mm, yeah. Because like it's weird the way that Samsung do it. Their S series is like the top of the line, but then the Note's like slightly better than their series. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, it's weird. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm just waiting to to see a Note like come in, and then I'll, I'll probably pick one up. See if you can get the five twelve though for the RAM. Like it's worth holding off for. I don't really, I don't really mind having the. Yeah, but your future proof in your phone, your yeah. future proof in it, like mine's will still. See, in two years' time, eight gig of RAM will just be coming into standard for normal phones. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. just now, it's four, right? That's standard. Six will be coming in like this year and maybe the next. It'll be the year after before eight. So the fact that I've got an eight gig phone now means that in three years' time, that I, I will not be desperate. Well, I will be desperate for an upgrade. What am I talking about? I'm a, <laughs> I get more to the fresh anyway. Every, every year, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'll be getting a new one every year. I want the but, note ten next year. <laughs> yeah, that's that. But yeah, um, uh, but yeah, I'll wait and see. Um, uh, so other things I watched. Uh, I watched uh, the uh, new episode of Better Call Saul tonight. I'm three behind. Um, it started to. I think it started to ramp up a wee bit in the last two, three weeks. So I think, yeah, I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Like they've definitely. 
uh, gone like, okay, we need to turn him into Saul now. <laughs> right. We've taken long enough to do to do the Jimmy thing, right? He's Jimmy. Cause we've established that. Now we need to make him Saul, and he's definitely like going in in that way. So yeah, it's really really good. I'll not spoil anything for you, but um, they've introduced a couple of characters and stuff like that that um, that you will remember. And uh, I really like the way that they've done some of the kind of is although he's not a lawyer at this point still like they've no. done they've gotten to do like some lawyering type stuff that was the dodgy sort of stuff that he was doing in Breaking Bad yeah because the episode I just watched it, somebody asked him to do something and he's like I can't do that and he recommended Miguel, Miguel and he's like Miguel isn't that you and he's like no no it's not me but I think there's been two or one episode since that one two including tonight's hmm yeah, but yeah, it's it's really good, and uh, I like the the dynamic he's got with uh, with with Kim now. Like it was re- it was really weird and awkward for like a couple of episodes. You know what I mean when when you see it, but then they kind of like they kind of resolved that a little bit um, in the in the episode tonight, which was good because I, I thought they were like like okay, this is not going anywhere. Like they're just kind of drifting apart, but then they kind of have a have a thing and shit goes down, and they kind of. You you know you know what I'm talking about when when you see it, but yeah, it was really good. Um, I did watch something else. I can't remember what it was. But I watched I watched another movie and I forget what it was. If I remember, I'll 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 change my mind. Election year, Purge. Because I don't no, think you've no. seen the third one last week. Uh, no, no, I, I, we did. We watched all them like within like a week, same as what you guys did. Yeah. And we just never got to the the first one. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's only recently Purge. to Showbox. Yeah, yeah, it only came out like a couple of weeks ago, I think. I need to see Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> like, there, there is a copy of it, but it's terrible. Yeah, I, I'm just I don't know when the 4K is coming out on like uh, on Blu-ray, but I'll probably just order it. And watch Do it you know out. what? I probably would have seen that if it wasn't. Yeah, I was too busy. Like when it came out, and yep. like the fucking World Cup, man. Like, see if it put it out when the World Cup was on. I had plenty of time. It. I would have gone to the cinema yet and seen it, and and because it came out afterwards, I'd never got around to it. And also, it got spoiled for me by so a YouTube same. video. <laughs> like, not not with YouTube, but mine's get mine's get. It was more the ending, like the, how it ties into Infinite War, that got spoiled for me. I didn't get any of the rest of it spoiled for me, but but still, I kind of know what happens. Yeah. But yeah, and nothing, nothing else of note. Cool. So let's move on to level up. Games played. Through. Week and the video game news. So, Andy, what's happened in the video game news? So, Sony announced in a really strange move, to be honest, I think, the PlayStation Classic, which is another mini console, which is coming with uh, 20 games and it's going to be $100 or like 80 quid. I don't fancy this one. It's two controllers, both wired, um, which is fine. Um, in, U- in the UK, it doesn't come with a power supply, so, like, it's just comes with a micro USB, it doesn't come with a, a like a plug, which is the same as all the other ones. So it's probably hackable, reason. which is nice. Probably hackable, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's kind of Sony might be a bit more tight on it. Um, I'm what I'm curious about is like Sony's very like big with their like interconnected stuff. So like obviously Vita, PSP, your. Uh, uh, oh, could you sign into PS? Yeah, you could. Uh, PSP, Vita, um, 
PlayStation 3, 4, you could sign into all of those. And you can sign into your account on a PC and play your PS4 games through, like, remote play and stuff like that. So Sony's very big about their interconnected stuff. I'm very curious if you can connect this to the internet. and Because uh, I think the way to make it so that people don't need to hack it is that if you can sign if you can sign in not even that like if you can sign in with your PSN account and download your fucking PS1 classics to the console that would be awesome do you know the, the strangest thing about this con- Tekken 3 has never been available digitally choose mm. with the Gone character who he's, mm-hmm. he's on series he's, he was like um, like you know how Nocta showed up in Tekken 7 it would be like Tekken 7 being re-released in Square having an issue with it like 20 years from now when it's a retro game right so like it's weird saying Tekken 7 will be a retro game, but it will be. Um, <laughs> and like the monthly membership. Oh, it's the Disney. I was just checking my bank. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, hey, the Tekken 3. Yeah, Tekken, Tekken 3 is crazy. Like, I've got it because, like, you know how you can sideload onto your PSP, like PS1 games through trickery. I've got Tekken 3 on it, but it's never been released. So the fact that this is one, I, I was expecting Tekken 1 or 2, obviously, maybe, mm. maybe Tekken 2, but Tekken 3 being the one, I'm like, hold on, and this must have a way to save if it's got Final Fantasy 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Right? It's got like a virtual memory card built into it. Yeah, so like, if I just get that, I, I agree with you. I'm not even talking about full-on store. I'm just saying like a PlayStation store that when you go on it, it's just PlayStation Classic. And you yep. could like swap in and out, like you had a certain amount of storage, and you could delete and replace and re-download. You know, you buy it and say you get mm-hmm. the fifteen or whatever it is. You can reinstall them at any point, like deleting an app. But they should definitely have a PlayStation Classic store. That's the way that I would buy this day one if that happened. One hundred percent. The crazy yep. thing though is, it's not got the Dual Shock sticks, so you couldn't play games like Ape Escape, Ape Escape, and Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. and stuff on it, which is weird. Yeah, that that was a strange one to be honest. Like, I mean, you do just connect through USB, so I mean, they could technically make it so that you could connect like a PS4 controller or whatever to it. So, but still, there's there's ways around that. But yeah, I think they've they've done it to keep the cost down. I reckon, and and also to make it like, I don't know, seem more classicy for some reason. But I mean, could you ever see them doing a PS2 version of this? Fuck no. no, there's no way. Like, but I mean. The, I mean, even the PS One one, they're like, they're, they've obviously seen Nintendo do it with the with the NES, like, because yep. this this all been de- in development for a while. They've this seen Nintendo do it with well the, NES, the NES, and it's and it sold like fuck, and they went, oh shit, this is like a market we can get in on board. Let's make one of these for the original PlayStation One, which is it's the same old story, old. Andy. Sony trying to copy Nintendo. It fucking is, man. Like, it's just the exact same as the motion controls and like all that yep. sort of shit. But the thing is, this is not going to be as successful because it's not as old as the NES, NES or any of those, like, even the Mega Drive. Like, they need to do a classic. The, the, do you know the crazy thing is? You... Say again, sorry, mate, you caught you, you know I've You know I've got the HD Mega Drive, right? Mm-hmm. You know Sega's releasing their own version of it that's separate from AT games? Yep. Right? They need to do a Master System as well, right? They need to double down on that. Um, they need to always get a Saturn now. They've released the Saturn Bluetooth controller for phones, which I'm really tempted by. I think I showed you a picture of it. it was, mm-hmm. like, that's a cool idea because the Sega Classics, right? And it, it's a Sega Saturn controller, um, which comes with the attachment, but you can also just use it as Bluetooth, which says to me that that would also work with a Switch if it's just a Bluetooth controller. Potentially, yeah. So what they need to do is they need to get that out. But for me... I know PlayStation's retro to some folk, but some folk, they, these are the people that the first console was the PS2, and maybe that is the mm-hmm. 20s market these days, but I mean, for me, a PlayStation 1 isn't that retro yet. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think it justifies this. I don't think this is Sony's place to jump into this, like, at all. I mean, I, th- I think the thing is, like, most of the games are already available elsewhere. That that tech is aside, and like, you could go and buy them on like PlayStation Three, Vita, PSP, and yeah. a lot of the games have been ported and upscaled and whatnot to other consoles since then. Like Final Fantasy Seven, that's on it, like, is available ev- like everywhere pretty much at this point, or will be by next year. It was going to be absolutely everywhere. Like Final Fantasy Seven on an Xbox, what the fuck for one? But yeah, it's coming, um, and on Switch and things like that. So like, if I can play like Final Fantasy Seven on this or play it on Switch, I'd much rather play on Switch. To be fair, yeah, so that because Final Fantasy started on Switch, so I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, no, Final Fantasy on, started on Nintendo. Nintendo yeah. My bad. Yeah, but I don't like it. It's an Xbox, but yeah, I just don't. I would need to see the complete games list, and if they had that internet. Availability, even if it's just wireless, and yeah. it, that's fine. It does, I had a good look at the at the console because they've released like images of like all the different bits of it, and there's no there's no Ethernet port, so it's definitely not like uh, connectable via a wired cable. However, like uh, the the games are not huge, so like it's not like you would need a wired connection to download anything. No, they're megabits. Megabits, like apart from like your multi disc games like Final Fantasy, I think Final Fantasy Seven is about three or four gig, three 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 and a bit gig, um, right. to download like on on the Vita because I've I've downloaded and undownloaded it a good few times. Same with like eight and eight and nine as well. But yeah, the the fifteen games that they haven't announced yet are kind of like key to the success of this. I think so. The, like the five games they've announced so far is like Final Fantasy Seven, Tekken Free. You've got uh, Jumping Flash. And uh, there's what's the other one? It's like some racing game. Is it a Need for Speed one? No, Red Racer. Sorry, one of the Red, Red Racer. Games. Red Racer and Four. It, and what was the other one? I forget what the fifth game was. Can't remember. But like, we see when they're showing the footage for the like Red Racer. I'm like, this looks like shit. Why would you even bother putting this on? It's going to handle terribly as well because you're just playing on the D-pad. That's the other thing. Like, see, retro 2D games stand the test of time, but retro 3D games do not stand the test of time at all. Uh, Wild Wild Arms is the other one. Like, I think Tekken 3 will hold up to a certain extent. Like, Final Fantasy 7 is fine um, because it's still plays absolutely fine it doesn't look great but like it still plays fine and like wild arms i'm sure will be the same as final fantasy i've never played it but uh but if you start putting in like more racing games and more like 3d platformers i've played grand turismo it's terrible (laughs) like playing the original versions on the ps1 it's terrible when you compare them to the racing games you play now like forza and shit like that like like back then it was fine and acceptable but now that you've got like much more refined versions of those games you're like okay yeah. well, let's see where this this started this is fun to play for about one lap of one race <laughs> but you're not going to put any time into it but whereas no. like things like final fantasy 7 and, and wild arms and tekken and so like, you're still going to be able to jump in and play like a good few games of those and go yeah this right. is cool and like tekken 3 is my favorite feel. tekken so yeah i would mm-hmm. but again 3d graphics regardless of whether tekken or not it doesn't hold up do you know what I mean? Especially when most folk are going to be playing this on a screen that's at least 40 to 50 inches. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's not going to look the best. But yeah. What games would you want on it? Like- um, Abe's Odyssey. But then again, there's a better version of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd want Rayman, the original Rayman. Mm-hmm. Um, for the PS1, man, that's difficult. I, I think Croc Shh. is a must. Croc, yes, Croc, definitely. It will never happen, though. 
Spyro, maybe. Crash. I mean, if, crash. Like, Spy- Spyro and Crash, though, have had the remasters like of the games that are on that. I know. Like, so, they're... as I say, uh, if they brought out a G-Con, then point blank in Time Crisis. Yes, do you know what? Like, see if they, see if they announced that you were able to like those games were on it, but you had to buy. Oh, I don't know. You could buy also an additional gun for it. Then I would one hundred percent buy it. Because, yeah. I don't think they can make that work. Because obviously the way no. those worked back then was with the CRT and the gun and stuff. So they'd have to have some other way of making the gun work, which I don't know. You need a sensor bar. Yeah, sensor bar of some kind. If they do have that though, like as a like extra thing, you could buy a point blank. And Time Crisis would be worth getting it for. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Got the yeah, trailer out for Final Fantasy Maxima on the Switch. Aye, that's the mm. world of Final Fantasy. Did I buy this on the Vita? Um, you might have done. Like I, I bought it on the on the Vita. It wasn't cross-buy, though, so... No, I got it on PS4. Yeah, it was a bit shit that it wasn't cross-buy because like, it was the exact same game on Vita and PS4 and you could was cross another game like that? There's another game where it's like, you have to buy Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, there was a few of things like that, and you're like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> some of the games came out, and they're like, oh, this is cross-buy, you get it on both. Like, I think Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time was like that. You did, yeah, you got, I got it on that, one, yeah. You got it on both, yeah, mm-hmm. which was which was great. And but then they had other ones where like, here's the game, and here's the game again, and you can do cross-save, but you have to buy two copies of the game. Like, no. I'm no. not going to do that. <laughs> Microsoft got the right idea with that. You buy it once, you can play it on end. Windows device that will support it. No, I don't know. I don't know. Like, see, honestly, PlayStation One games is difficult for me um, because the games are so expensive compared to like the drive. Have that many destruction derby, maybe. Mm, yeah, but I mean, a lot of those games, like now going back to play them, they are fun to play for five minutes. But then yeah. after that, you're like, nah. Um, that's that's why it's difficult. But I think the problem is with it, like they've remastered so many of the games already, the, the great games that you remember playing from back then, and now there are better versions of it that you can play so much easier, like on current gen stuff, like even like medieval, like medieval would be a great one, but they remastered it, so you don't need to buy that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have PlayStation One games that I can think of like that are like that. Time Crisis. Yeah, hundred percent. Like if that said that, I'd I'd be midnight. I'd be wanting this thing at midnight if time crisis <laughs> yeah. point blank were on it. Yeah, uh, Rayman one croc, croc definitely. Hmm. Crash. I think there would be a crash game on it, but maybe maybe if I crash team racing on it, that would be an idea for them. That would be a, a good idea for them because like that isn't available on like the current gen stuff. No. So, um, but again, that might have been like a, like an analog stick. Yeah, true. Um, Siphon filter, maybe. Um, mm. What was the game where it was like Resident Evil, but it was an RPG? And, uh, do, you mean, do you mean Parasite Eve? Yeah, that yeah. would be good, but it's never coming to it because that's a niche title. Dino G- Crisis, maybe. Dino Crisis would be good for it. Yeah, I'd yeah. like Dino Crisis. I'd play that. Um, G Police, I liked, but I mean that. <laughs> G Police like is that. terrible. G Police was G Police is like futuristic desert storm, but not as good. No, it's um, horrible. I mean, see if you like go and watch a YouTube video that way. Like, it's no, fucking terrible. Don't ruin, don't ruin my memories. <laughs> it's really bad. I played it like because like I own most most of those games like on PlayStation Classics. Because anytime when yeah. they went on sale, like when I had the PS3, I was like, oh, I remember, I loved that game. Like, I'll buy that, and then I play it. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> just absolutely no. It's horrible. G Police. Like things like G Police and like things like that. Just, those early 3D games 
Like on the PS1, they do not hold up at all. Um, I'm not sure. The the three Final Fantasy games like would be the kind of big ones for me. But you're not again, getting all three. No, way. I already, Final Fantasy VIII's in a weird. It's just now where they don't seem to want to release it again. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. It's like um, I, it, it, it the seems as if they were the holding off because they definitely remastering it. Hmm. Do, do you think they're remastering it to Final Fantasy VII? Yep, they'll, they'll do that as well, definitely. Because it's the one, the next one that gets the most love after 7, like from that kind of era. True. Like it's like Final Fantasy 7, 8 and uh, 10, or like from from that sort of era, are the ones that get the most love. Like 12 often is like, yeah, didn't really like it. And 9 is the same, like people are like, are 50-50 on it. Either you loved it or you didn't really connect with it at all. But like 7, 8 and 10, like everybody pretty much at least liked it. I think I might finally try and finish 10 now. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably never finish it. I've got, I've got it on Vita, like 10, and I've never finished 9. I think the only Final Fantasy I finished was 7, to be fair. Oh, I finished like, I was, 10 before, but I mean, I wouldn't have finished. Like, I always get to like a certain point in them, and then like I've put so many hours into them, that, and I just never ever end up finishing them. Like, always. It happens with almost every Final Fantasy game, apart from 7. I need to go back and finish 15. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be interested to see like what happens with that when it actually comes out. And I think it's kind of key to whether or not I buy it would be like what games are on it. If there are games I can't get anywhere else, then aye, cool. Um, in other news about uh, classic consoles, the Sega Genesis Mini or the Mega Drive Mini got delayed to 2019. On the yeah, same day is, that this, they announced that. Like, just this is right the one the same I'm time, talking basically. about that's made by Sega. Will you get this one finally? Um, I actually might get that one because it is like officially by Sega, essentially. And, yeah, and it it does this one plays the cards and stuff as well, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, and as long as there's not like a, all this business about putting batteries and controllers and shit like that, I don't want to do that. But having said that, like they're doing that collection for the Switch, so yes, <laughs> I could just get that. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, the Sega Mega Drive collection, but it depends what they do with the tech. Something mm-hmm. says to me they were close to releasing it, and then they realised this is just the same as the AT games. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that's just what my theory is. I mean, is, I think they need to just the new, the shovel where garbage is on it. The new one that I had is decent enough. Like, mm-hmm. see the one that I use now, the HD, functional yeah. enough, but obviously, like techno files are going to be like oh the sound quality at the end of the day it's an HDMI port mega drive that says Sega on it so yeah to yeah, me I'll, I'll, I probably will cool. get that just because it's like a new Sega console and like yeah. that that in itself is kind of cool to me to like, support them yeah the, the other ones like with the AT game and stuff like that like they're sort of Sega but not really but this one is like yeah this is a Sega console like I'm kind of into that <laughs> Yeah, I like that idea as well. Yeah, I will get it. I've bought two iterations, as you know. Yeah, um, I had the, I had the handheld one that you couldn't expand, and then they brought out mm. the you know the the can't remember the name of it, but the the one before the one the one after that I didn't buy it till the Sonic version came out. Remember the twenty mm. fifth one? It's not yep. great because to connect that to any TV is almost impossible because it's just got a yellow white connection. So mm. I need I need rid of that one. I've, I I do have the EverDrive cart for it though as well, which. Is a plus if you can get the ROMs on it. Right, cool. But, 
Um, ESPN's magazine cover had a ninja on it, who is like the big Which is Fortnite nuts. streamer or something. Yeah, ESPN's a sports um, magazine. I mean, and this guy doesn't is he doesn't really do esports, does he? He just does streams Fortnite. Like, yeah. Does he take part in like esport competitions? Is he uh, a fucking he... Wizard Starcraft two player? No. Is he fuck? Show me a Korean Starcraft two player. That's what I want to see on the front cover of ESPN. Those are like proper esports stars, or like big Overwatch players or something like that. Not this guy. Yeah, this, this guy's just popular. Like he's not a, he's not really an esport guy. Like maybe he is actually, but like I don't know enough about it. But it, he doesn't hold any interest for me. No. Um, PlayStation now, Ali has had an update, and it's an. You cut out for a second there, mate. Sorry, it's, a, it's an interesting <laughs> update. It's a very good update, and it's something they should have had in from day one. Like, uh, I think they should have realised that their streaming was not up to scratch, like, for yeah. the majority of people. Even me yeah. with, like, a fast internet connection was still experiencing lag on just about every single game. And for played. me, it was nearly impossible. <laughs> yeah. So, like, this this one um, now allows users to download uh, certain PS4 and PS2 games um, and this basically kind of puts it in line with uh, Game Pass. Yep. Though the some of the selections probably not as good as Game Pass because you're not getting like brand new titles or anything like that, like Microsoft is doing. How, however, there is, I mean, there's a decent number of like exclusive PlayStation Four and like PS2 Classic and stuff like that available that you can go and download. So uh, that, like, as a value proposition, it jumps up massively when you take out the lag factor. Because most most of the games, like you don't want to play like first person shooters or like third person shooters or any kind of action game that has like any kind of noticeable lag at all. So and then you could only really play like story based games that weren't reliant on you pressing a button quickly. Um, but yeah, now you can download them. You can now play any game, and that's no problem. Uh, the uh, it would be cool if they could do it with PS3 games as well, but I understand why that's not the case because obviously it's like the architecture type stuff it's not there but the thing is like with your PlayStation now it probably just links you to the PlayStation store and allows you like a download for whatever game it is because that's already available you can just you could just go and literally buy the game from the store and quote unquote yeah. own it from the store so it'll just let you like rent it from the store rather than owning it for the length of your subscription so that's cool like that actually makes me want to like dip back into PlayStation now and, uh, and have a look at what the games are and stuff like that. And especially for, like, if you're into trophies and stuff. It's more, much more appealing. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 has gone gold. Cool. And uh, what, what I like about this is... surprising how it's gone gold when it's on Game Pass, because, like, I'm a guy that would have pre-ordered this and now... Well, well go, going gold, like, in, in this instance, just means that the game's done. Like, it's ready to be shipped. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. but what what I did like about this new... I mean, they say that for, like, for most games like oh the, the game's gone gold and they've got a disc like usually it's a picture of usually they show it as a picture of all the people that worked on the game in the studio and they've got a disc where like the game has been burned onto this like disc that just has like whatever written on it like I remember the one for No Man's Sky and it was just like a CD-ROM <laughs> or a Blu-ray-ROM and it just said No Man's Sky on it written in like a sharpie right <laughs> so like that's what it'll be but I'm um, but what I liked about this new story is that they've uh, announced some DLC that's coming out day one, and it's uh, James Bond cars. Now, that's fucking cool. Yes. Yes, it is very cool. 
because I'll buy that. because I can understand why like they why they wouldn't put it in the game, especially with it being on Game Pass. Um, but like having this on having this on Game Pass, right? It, people, a lot of people will get Game Pass specifically for this because a lot of people like Forza and like the Horizon series is pretty decent and like it looks fucking ridiculously amazing. Um, but all those people that buy Game Pass, like that kind of like James Bond, like they're they're they've spent less money on like say buying the game because they might have a lot of people would have bought the game anyway for 40 quid or whatever it is then if you chuck this dlc pack in like for a 10 or whatever it's going to be a lot of those people are going to buy this dlc pack so you're getting some of the some of the money back from that and you probably wouldn't have you probably wouldn't have sold that much of this dlc on top of buying the game for regular people but because they've got this game on game pass they'll buy this dlc so this dlc is going to be massive um, and it looks really cool as well. Like, uh, like the the cars they've got in it, like they look sweet to drive. And like, who the fuck doesn't want to drive around in like some of the iconic James Bond cars? Like, I don't even like Bond that much, but like some of those cars, you're like, that's a cool car. So you'll get this day one. Obviously. Oh yeah, it's not it's not an issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Spider-Man on the PS4 has overtaken God of War as the fastest-selling first-party PlayStation game ever. Which, which makes is, sense. Which is pretty nuts, like, considering, like... I'll, but, I mean, people... The way that Sony's marketed these games, like, they, they did it with Horizon, they did it with God of War, and they've done it with Spider-Man. Like, they've pushed the marketing on it so, so hard. And, like, they've made a good game. So they've you, made like, a good story. Yeah, so if you get those things combined, then it gives you sales. Like, uh, I think that if Sony had done this like earlier in the generation, sorry, some of the Spider-Man other Spider-Man gets you bigger. sales. Well, Spider-Man does get you some sales. See, but, if like, Sony had recognised that when they owned the property and just went, yeah, see all these other Spider-Man games, like see Sharp Dimensions and stuff, yeah, yeah, that's only for PlayStation because we mm. own the licence. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 100% should have done that. Well, it would have been it would have been to do with the the way the license was done before, like because it was obviously hammered out Dax Division or whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, but the game the game's good, and if you make a good game, market it correctly, then it's going to sell back. Put it out at the right time. Spider Man's big right now because like he's just been Infinite War, just came out on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's like a perfect storm for that game, like to do well, and um, especially coming out like kind of tail end of summer, coming into fall, like people are like yeah, I want to swing about fucking New York. For hours and hours collecting backpacks it doesn't take an hour it, it takes half an hour to get all the backpacks it took me a lot longer than that to find them all yeah but you probably spent most of it looking at the water you really <laughs> I did go in the water like it was actually yeah, really annoying when you go, first... when it, it's actually annoying when you go in the water like because you're like oh I'm in the water there's nothing for me to swing off of fuck I need to swim and he's so slow at swimming he's so slow at swimming <laughs> at least he can swim because most Spider-Man games would Cut a cutscene of him shaking yeah, water off back it. out the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he can't swim, which is fine. Um, but yeah, like fair, fair play to Sony for like being really good at marketing games. Like I think if they'd done this Ellen generation with like see Until Dawn, I think that's the one that missed out on it the most. Like Until Dawn would have been so much bigger if they just released it like around about Halloween time and like pushed the right marketing behind it because they didn't market that game at all. Like it was whatsoever. A good game. Yeah, like see, see if I see a game on a bus when I'm on my way to work. That's when yeah. I know it's going to be a big game. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and I remember seeing Horizon and God of War and Spider Man all on the buses with the giant adverts, 
and and that's how that's how you sell a game. Get your advert on a bus for your game, and it's going to be huge. So that's how Microsoft can sell their 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 games. Like Sea of Thieves, there was no bus for that. Microsoft <laughs> need to have games first. Well, we, there is that. Yeah, Quantum Ooh. Break was never on a bus. Ooh, guess what? Not on a bus. <laughs> Get your game on a bus, and we'll sell. Um, okay, so the kind of big news story of this week was uh, was to do with Telltale, which is it came out of nowhere. Weird. Came out of absolutely nowhere. Like they they kind of so la- last week we were just talking about them releasing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so like last year they kind of restructured a wee bit and they got I think they laid off like ninety people. And most companies when they do that, you're like, okay, they're like that's them. They they lay off a few people and then they move on and like the company does whatever it does. It keeps going or it like. It gets bigger again, whatever. But it turns out that Telltale is pretty much shutting down. So like they laid off most of their staff this week. Like they no, they are shutting down. Like, well, they've gone well, not yet. They've gone from like three hundred odd staff to twenty five, and the twenty five people that are left there are finishing off the work on uh, the Minecraft story mode for Netflix. For Netflix, and that's all they're doing. They're not finishing off the Walking Dead season, the final season, which is currently being released and I think the uh, the second episode of that four episode season comes out like this week possibly even today but the other two episodes which were scheduled to come out that people have already paid the season pass money for are now essentially in doubt um, they basically said that all their, pro- all their other projects are canned um, now there's been some other Stranger out. Things and stuff yeah there's been some other news come out like in, in light of that so like and Netflix have come out and said that the Stranger Things game they're still looking into options as to how they can still make that game but without Telltale's involvement like okay I haven't seen Stranger Things so I don't know if it like if it would be a good game to play or what um, and uh, a lot, quite a few people have uh, been in touch with Telltale apparently about ways and how they could finish off the latest season of The Walking Dead because to leave that story like untold seems a bit kind of shit to me. Like, yeah. I, I can't understand like or why they would the like final season as well. It, yeah, it's the final season of it. Like, which okay, so fair the story's enough, obviously but, like, there. <laughs> the story's there. It's obviously all written, and they just need to like like finish off the last two episodes of it because the first two are done. They've got two episodes left to do. Um, but yeah, that was a real head scratcher. Like, I would have thought like something like this would would happen at the end of that, or that they would. Uh, that they would keep on a team to finish that season off, just just so it's complete. Because you're already just halfway the through the thing. Two get confirmed as well. Yeah, and like it's weird because like Telltale have like announced stuff like very very recently, like uh, the because they've got their own like publishing house as well. So like uh, they obviously announced like I think last year like the the Wolf Among Us season two was coming. Great, and they did like it wasn't a press conference, but they did it as part of like a kind of a video. It might not have even been, like, last year. It might have even been this year. But anyway, uh, like, Wolf Among Us Season 2 was supposed to be coming and is now cancelled. Um, it could go to someone else. Like, uh, Don't Nod could take over for the knees without an issue and make better games out of all of these properties. So and they hopefully, should. And they should. So that's hopefully what should happen because, like, something like Vampire was not that well received. Um, so, like, if Don't Nod can get the licenses for these things, that the, the popular ones that people will actually want to play, then fucking, like, that would be a match made in heaven for me. Because I mean, <laughs> they've got Telltale, a good engine. Telltale, Telltale had all the licenses because they were known for... They were even that popular that Zen were using Telltale versions of stuff for pinball mm-hmm. tables. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. And they would have had, like, Zen would have had to pay, like, licensing fees and stuff like that to Telltale. 
Like, so, <laughs> it's kind of a weird one. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I do just, it is kind of shit for the people that work there, though, because they basically got, they went into work in the morning no and went, seconds. yeah, and, and the, the higher-ups came in and went, oh, guys, you're, you're all fired, fuck off. Like, you've got an hour, get your stuff and get out. You'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> and they didn't get, like you say, they didn't, they didn't get any severance pay or, like, I, obviously it's in America, so, like, their healthcare and stuff like that was stopping after, like, a week and things. So, yeah, they all those guys that thought they were locked in secure jobs, especially people that are working on a current season of The Walking Dead, which is halfway through, like, those people must be even more fucked off. <laughs> like, they're working on a project which is in progress, like, and is in the process of releasing the games, but apparently it's just to do with, like, uh, their sales dwindling massively on some of their, like, higher value properties, like the Maybe Batman, it's the fact that Batman season didn't do well, apparently. Two weeks, two weeks after the, the season pass comes out, they put it in sale, maybe that's something to do with it. Yep. That, I mean, that's always been a major misstep, and it's always funny, because, like, every, the, year. I, every year, yeah, because, like, I, I listen to the, the guys on, like, TPS UK, and they always talk about that, and, like, when the new, re- they talk about the new releases, what, it's coming out that week. And they're like, oh, and there's a new episode of such and such Telltale game. And they always go, are you going to buy it? And they're like, no, I'm going to wait for it to for the season pass to go on sale. And they do yeah. it every time. <laughs> like, it's almost as stupid as when Battlefront Two get announced, and the, as they announced it, they said, yep, but there'll be a sale if you wait for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a big fan of Star Wars, and as the folk that listen to this show know, and you know, I, I even waited, and I was hyped. Mm. I'm glad I did because within that fixes and changed a lot of things but why why announce that your game's going to be cheaper if if you can just wait a month yeah it, and it, like, it, was, it was the telltale discount and like it happened with every single game release since i think the walking dead season two which i mean you're talking like 10 games easy and then they all did it <laughs> like every single one did it how, much, how much is a season pass like 25 pound normally but then if you wait yeah like a couple of months you'll get it for a tenner yeah exactly and I found myself like buying the individual episodes and I did this for multiple seasons of their of their uh, games buying like multiple episodes like first two and then a sale would come up where I could then buy the season pass for cheaper than, cheaper than one to episode buy, yep. like not, not one episode but like for cheaper like I could buy the season pass and I would still have saved money on buying the season pass day one like when it first got announced, or when it first, like the first episode released. So how the fuck does that make any sense? Like, come on. <laughs> and they had to agree yeah. to this, obviously. It wasn't just Sony yeah. doing it. Yeah, I mean, or, or well, I mean, because it was on Xbox as well. So it's, it's all and Steam too, like across the board. So it's really strange. But, but yeah, I think there are some of their business decisions have really like let them down. And uh, from seen some of the stuff that the developers have come out and spoken about since they've been like fired because obviously now that all the developers are like out there in the world they don't have to like adhere to what like the contracts they were under they're like they're like telltale was a shit place to work because of all these reasons and like list all of all this shit so there's a like and a lot of it's through like the higher up management and stuff like that so it's been massively mismanaged it's such a shame though because like they had such a good thing going some of the games they did were amazing but yeah it's it's pretty much dead the, the wolf among us alone gave me a whole new cop exactly yeah like i mean you would have never discovered that without telltale nope and like the walking dead even like going back to like season one like that was like a whole new way of like telling stories in games and it was brilliant um and like tales from the borderlands i do not like borderlands at all no interest in it whatsoever but that was a fucking great game 
what's going to happen with all their games then? Are you going to have time to buy them digitally? Um, possibly, I'm not sure. The the other thing is like Telltale had a had like a publishing arm. So like there was Telltale Games, which is the guys that made all the, all the games, and then they had Telltale Publishing, which published games for like other developers. So like they did things like uh, Seven Days to Die was one of the games they did, which I don't think did very well, which is probably one of the reasons that they're losing money, um, and ended up like doing this. But they announced a game like literally three days ago, like uh, sorry, not three days ago now, probably like probably five days ago now, which was maybe two days before they announced this. Like, they, <laughs> they were, like, shutting it down. And uh, the developers, like, basically found out... The developers of that game basically found out at the same time as everyone else. And were like, oh, are you going to release our game? Or what's happening? <laughs> and, like, people are obviously tweeting at them, like, what's happening with the game? Or is it still coming out? And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is fucking shit. Like, you would think that you would... Like, if you had this thing coming up in the pipeline, because they will have known about this for weeks and weeks. If, if that goes on Kickstarter, though, it would get funded. Yeah, instantly, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's going to be interesting, like, especially if they actually do end up releasing these last two episodes of The, the Walking Dead. Like, who gets the money for that? Is the money going to be funneled back into the developers who actually, who worked on it? Should go to the workers, yeah. Yeah, exactly, like, the the guys that were there working on the scripts and, like, the like the voice elements actors. of gameplay that have already been done. I don't think the voice acting for it's been recorded yet, like, for episode three and four, as far as I'm aware. But um, but like the money f- like for those episodes should they come out like should definitely be funneled back into the developers that worked on the tools and stuff like that for these. And suddenly they didn't get severance like there was a woman. Exactly. Do twenty four hour shifts working in games out of love and she mm-hmm. any money didn't expect it but when she got told that she was without a job and no severance on anything it was just bye bye home time she was mm-hmm. pissed off. No wonder. Like I would be, I would be majorly pissed off. It, it could so. happen. It could happen to all of us. Yeah. Um, in I, this day I do, especially. Yeah, I do, I do like that. There's been kind of like a Twitter movement. It's like I think it's hashtag hashtag uh, Telltale Jobs, where like there's been a lot of like other companies like. Uh, I'm sure Insomniac were going down there higher. Yeah, so like other companies have been like going out and like tweeting like at the like te- uh, with this uh, hashtag, like listing their jobs that they've got for like vacancies in game development at the moment. So uh, I mean, the, a lot of these. Uh, developers are really good and especially like the storytellers and stuff like that like they'll get snapped up so fast by like other uh, by other companies and hopefully they'll treat them better than what Telltale seem to treat them so yeah because it seemed like a shit show to work for as well yeah I mean it did, like you wouldn't have thought that from like the the some of the games that came out of it but uh, anecdotally from what we've heard now yeah like somebody's trying to sue them like one of the guys has opened up like a class action lawsuit against them already so uh, there's more to this story that will come out, and I'm sure like Kotaku will have a big article about it by next week. Yeah, yeah, probably in the next week or two. Um, okay, moving on to, from that for other news, uh, Capcom is making a genius move, and like Capcom's doing some cool shit right now because they're bringing out like the remasters of like Mega Man and stuff on on Switch, and like it's obviously out in all other places already. And like Mega Man 11's coming out, and, and uh, Devil May Cry 40 and Devil May yep. Cry 5, he's got. The- yeah, the, the Devil May Cry Five looks really good, and then they're doing like remasters of like Onimusha and stuff like that. So they're going back to the uh, Phoenix Resi Wright. 2. Yeah, Resi Two. They're going back to the Phoenix Wright trilogy as well, the ones that came out on the DS originally, and they're bringing the three of them to Switch 
Objection, yes. And like, I can't wait to play these. These games were amazing. So was the movie. Yes. <laughs> and the movie was not amazing. That was a really bad movie. But mostly because it was in Japanese and I don't speak Japanese. I didn't really know what happened. No, I don't know. I have no idea what happened. But um, it's definitely not worth watching that one. Stay away from that. But uh, the game's very good and uh, I, I look forward to playing them on Switch. Because I, I was really tempted to buy a DS when they... Because they did a, like, a remaster of some of these on the DS before. They're on the uh, 3DS, 3DS, yeah. Yeah, the 3DS. So like, I was tempted to buy them then and like get a 3DS just to play them. But yeah, coming to Switch, fuck yes, I'll buy that day one. Um, Sega and M2 are bringing Virtua Racing to the Switch for some reason. <laughs> like, oh, it's really bad. All the Virtua games really are bad. It's a terrible game. Like, uh, and that one is like, it does not hold up as a like a Virtua like, as a as like. Play a Sonic Fighters whatsoever. if you need to. Yeah, and um, even that's not that good. Like, and Virtua Fighters not that good, and Virtua Cop is kind of Virtua Cop is alright, I suppose. Ish. It was alright ish. It was probably one of the better ones. But they had all sorts of different ones like of that. But yeah, Virtual Racing was not good. I remember I had it on the uh, Saturn and the 32X. I played it on as well. Like, just, it's the same game. And it was out in the Mega Drive as well, that game. But yeah, it's not a good game. Like, back no. then, like when you were first seeing like, 3D polygons, you're like, oh my god, this is cool. But then when you see it now, you're like, no. Especially on Switch, like look at all the other racing games that are there. You don't need that on the Switch at all. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider's uh, post-credit scene was uh, switched out in a day one patch, bizarrely. So, like, if you play the unpatched version, you get a different like cutscene at the end <laughs> than it's if weird. you play it with you play it patched. It's not like I don't think it's very different, but it it's it's slightly different. Very strange. Basically, like it ties back into like the first game. There's like a letter in it, and it's strange that they patched it out because it's not like I don't, I don't think it's a spoiler or anything like that, particularly. So they obviously just went, "Ah, oh, we'll do something different with this." Okay. Um, Super Mario Party um has announced what control options it's going to have, and you'll be able to play with a single Joy-Con, and that's it. That's no weird. other control options. It's really strange considering like how many different control options the Switch itself has. Yeah, and like. Like I would want to play this in handheld mode, maybe, and you can't. You need to take the Joy Cons off to play it. So yeah, fuck that. That's annoying. But yeah, it's, it's because of the way the mini games are in it. They're all like motion controlled and shit, so you can only play with the one Joy Con. I think they're trying to force you to play multiplayer on it. And they don't want you to play this on your own ever. Which is stupid. Even yeah, though it's but, a multiplayer game. Yeah, exactly. But but I mean, you might want to play like on your own, like for whatever reason, and like the. The Pro Controller, for example, which is not supported at all in this game whatsoever, you cannot use it, um, that has all the stuff that the Joy-Cons have built into it, so why the fuck would I not be able to use it? Stupid it reminds, idea. It reminds me of, like, remember the Wii U? Like, mm-hmm. day one for the Wii U, like, New Super Mario Bros. did not support the Pro Controller. <laughs> yeah, that was right. It does now. It does now, yeah. But they had to patch it, but, like, originally, like, day one, it didn't support it. I'm like, what? Because I remember, like, Chip was talking about it, and, like, he bought the Pro Controller, like, day one to go along with his Wii U. He did, yeah. And, like, it didn't work with any of the games that he got for it. That's right, because did the Wii U not release in America first, and we had Chip on that night to talk about it? I, th- I think it was something like that, yeah, but, like, I remember talking about it, and he's like, uh, yeah, this thing I bought is just a hunk of plastic, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Which I think is really funny. But, yeah, it's really strange that they would do that something like that again. 
Um, Vampire is getting patched to uh, de-emphasize the combat in it, which is the essentially don't nod going, yeah, the combat was kind of shit. Like, so if you don't want to do that, well, you don't have to. <laughs> which is, uh, I would agree with. Like, it's not a great game, that, to be honest. Like, it doesn't feel like a don't nod game. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel anything like Remember Me or uh, or Life is Strange, which kind of have. There's definitely similar like themes, and you can feel it's by the same people. Like, but Vampire feels completely different. It's really strange. Um, some supporters at a uh, Swiss football match have thrown controllers onto the their the pitch in a esports protest for some reason. Okay. Which is really strange. Like uh, they, I think it was like 15 minutes into like a game, like. A proper like game between two Swiss teams. They like threw a bunch of like PS3, PS4 controllers and tennis balls onto the pitch in a protest about esports because one of the team's sponsors like a esports FIFA team. <laughs> no, so like we don't we don't want you to have this. We don't want you to have this esports team. We want you to invest in the real team. Like okay, they 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 would just like put all those controllers in a bag and just go and sell them to fucking CX. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> they probably would um, there's an Assassin's Creed Odyssey weapon that you can only get through uh, buying pizza in America from okay. Totino's like yeah, we don't get that over here but I've seen similar, similar promotions with like uh, Assassin's Creed doing it with Monster and Rockstar and stuff like that but yeah. these these weapons that always are useful to you within the first two hours of the game and then after that you've got something better and swapped out yeah, that's what I always hate is like I'm halfway through a game and I got a promotion pack. Oh, yeah. Cool, mm. and it's like, yeah, that's that's useless. Yeah, totally useless. Um Xbox One has added two more backwards compatible games today, which were uh two of the Call of Juarez games. Terrible games. <laughs> yeah, like no. No thank you. And uh two last two bits of news, uh Steam users have done a review bomb on Total War Rome two because it had a patch eight months ago to add female characters into it, female generals and people have basically said that this is not representative of the, the, uh, time, the time that it's the time period it's representing because there were very very few female generals at this time and <laughs> it seems to <laughs> yeah no it seems to have a lot of female generals because so, somebody posted up an image on like I think it was Reddit and um, where they had like a full army worth of female generals because I think the, the generals are randomly generated depending on like uh, the genders randomly generated, um, as well as like all the other stuff about about the character. But here's my question to those the people who are fucking review bombing this: Why do you care? Like, <laughs> does it really matter whether like the avatar is of a man or a woman in this sense? Does it fuck? It doesn't affect the game at all whatsoever. And like, it it's a video game about a real period in time. Okay, but like, it's not real. <laughs> like it's not it's not a documentary it doesn't have to be exactly to the point real like so fuck off um the developers of of the game have come out and said like no the game is working as as it should like but it is randomized so if you randomize things sometimes things like that do happen so like see if i put it on a random playlist on like on itunes not so much on spotify because they've got a weird algorithm and it's not random um, but like if I put a playlist on random on uh, iTunes, which is yeah. properly random, then it might play me five Metallica songs in a row because it picks a song at random from the playlist. 
Like that can happen sometimes. It's just like the the odds. Like same as some people sometimes might win the lottery, even though the odds are a million to one. Like so the odds for that like particular combination might be a million to one, but it can still happen. So people that complain about that and fucking review bombing a game for some shit like that, like that's not representative of like the game. Like is the game good? Yes, give it a good review if you want to, or if you don't, don't fucking review it. Like if you don't yeah. like the game, fair enough. If, if you if you think the game's a bad game, then give it a shit score. Like don't <laughs> don't give it a shit score because like it has one random chance of you maybe having five female generals when it should be one and four guys. Like that's uh, that is absolute bullshit. I hate the way that like reviews do things like that, or people do reviews like that. And, and the last bit of news was the uh, free Xbox One games with gold got announced for uh, for next month for October. Um, so these ones are actually quite decent. So on uh, October the first, you're getting uh, Overcooked on Xbox One. Um, Overcooked is a great game, and it was on Game Pass up until like last week. <laughs> they took it off, and now it's on Gold. I'm like, okay, I see what happened. Because uh, Bethany went to play it like last week, and she's like, "Oh, I can't play it, Daddy." I'm like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's not on Game Pass anymore. That's why I can't play it." She's like, she's like "Oh, can we just buy it?" I'm like, "No, we'll just buy it on Switch." And she's like, "Oh, but but our progress." And, and this is obviously why they've done that, like, because it's going to gold. So yeah, she'll be able to play it again as of like the first. So that's fine. Um, Victor Vran is the other game which comes out on October the sixteenth. Uh, I did get a review copy for this game. I don't remember when it came out on PS4. Um, it's not very good, <laughs> to be honest. I don't think I've reviewed it, but it's not a great game. I don't. I don't really like it. Um, and then the Xbox 360 back compatible games are Stuntman Ignition, which I've never played. Stuntman's alright. And Hitman Blood Money's the other one. Which again, I've, I've never played. Have you ever played that one? Hitman Blood Money. Mm, yes. It was alright. But you've got the new one, so why bother? Yeah, you've got the new one, which is actually pretty good. So yeah. And it's on the new one's on Game Pass, so. Uh, but yeah, that's all the, all the news. Okay, so I only played a couple of things, Andy. Um, I played Final Fantasy Pocket a wee bit more. That game's really good, man. That game's like a good way of playing it. Um, uh, I, I still wouldn't recommend playing it unless it's your only way of playing it. Mm. Uh, like, you should definitely finish the main one. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, for me playing it, it's like the chibi style, like um, like I said, it's more like the DS, Final Fantasy 3, Final Fantasy 4 look. Um, but it's fine for Switch owners, it's going to get you the basic story. Uh, the main game of Final Fantasy 15 is a strange one. It's a really strange one. Um Sorry, two, two seconds. I was just distracted there. But, um, th- yeah, I, w- I would definitely, I would definitely try it, but I can't recommend it over the main game because I really did like the main game. Um, I'm actually going to go back and watch Kingsglaive again because I enjoyed that movie. It's kind of a divisive Final Fantasy. I think it was okay received. But it's a step away from what they were doing. Um, less JRPG, more almost action RPG. In fact, definitely action RPG. But I don't know. 
Like uh, the 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 one in the the one in, I'm playing on the Switch, the Pocket HD version. It's, it's like I said, it's a good game, but it's, it's not it's not like a. I can't say it's not a solid alternative. It's like a nice way of experiencing the story, but I can't say it should be the way you experience the story, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I would definitely say if you've got access to the other Final Fantasy fifteen, which is pretty cheap now, or you can get it at sale, uh, is get that um, instead. But I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say yes or no to buying that one. Um, if you if you haven't experienced the original version, uh, so I play I've played bits of that. Um, I also played. I finished a game this week, and Andy's not here. But I finished a game this week that I'll talk about with Andy because I know he. And I did try a game out on the Switch that I was considering. Um, they done the network test for Dark Souls. Now. I like Bloodborne. I'm not very good at it. Um, I've tried Demon Souls. Was probably worse than it was at Bloodborne. Um, never, never really. Yeah, cool. I'll download this and I'll give it a try. So I downloaded it and it didn't work. I'm like, what's wrong? And then I looked in the set times. So the set times were like between six and nine. So I jumped on, loaded it up. I don't know what I was expecting, but oh my god, this game is going to be a disaster. This game's like out next month. And Dark Souls, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like for a game that needs like sometimes like split second accuracy, hmm. it's really laggy. And I know it was online, but even the bits that were running fast, the character was like jerking and stuff. So th- this game needs like at least another year. It didn't look good at all. Like, it's, I don't know if it's called Dark Souls Remastered, but if it is calling itself that, it should not. They should have just brought the original version over to Switch. Mm-hmm. I think they've bitten off more than they can chew with this one. I think it will sell, but folk will complain. Switch isn't optimised to play it either. Like, I tried it even with the Pro Controller, and it just oh, it almost felt like, I don't know, playing a mobile version of it. That right. was, it's cool to see, but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, it's not like some like Fortnite that translated directly. It's like, yeah, that's that's cool to see but it's not working well for a game like Dark Souls yeah it shouldn't have done it um, played small parts of it but again like I've never really been big into the series but I was tempted to use this to get me into the series but I, if I want to buy this I ain't buying this on Switch and I didn't ever want to say those words but yeah this mm. this is not going to be good if this is this is out like next month I mean, this is it's obviously why they delayed it like because remember the uh, yeah. it was supposed to come out like back um last month maybe maybe uh, before yeah but 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 by saying network stress test it's not even a fully online game you can ask your buddy for help and you can invade other folks games but i mean even the parts where i was playing where there wasn't anybody about that was just running smoothly Mm. wasn't running smoothly do you know i mean i'm like no this is just bad so I would sadly say that I'm not I've cancelled my pre-order now on it thankfully they've done this or I would have been like oh um, what's going on here then so yeah I think I'll probably if I do fancy ever getting this pick up on PS4 or Xbox because I no there's no way I'm playing this version it's terrible so yeah um, like I said apart from Final Fantasy I didn't put too much more time into it I just fannied around more with the guys like I've put those um, 
the Magitex suits on, and I'm just having a blast doing some of the things that I shouldn't be doing at this stage of the game. Um, like I said, I don't consider it cheating because I finished like at least once. I think it's a nice idea for like, say, if your kid wants to play it, mm-hmm. they could definitely. Although I wouldn't let a kid. The, the story's a wee bit more adult. I don't know, mm-hmm. but like, um, yeah, Final Fantasy 15. I, I don't know if you think like me. It's it's kind of a divisive one. It's like it's a leap away from Final Fantasy. It almost doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. But it is, it does have a big giant open world, but for me, some of that open world is kind of bland. And I don't know, like, I do enjoy the story. I thought it was a really good Final Fantasy. And playing through it again with all like the changes they've made, I'm sure it'll be even better. But it almost feels more like an action RPG, like a step back to like 13, which they wanted to come away from. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know where they're going to head with the next Final Fantasy, but this one was maybe a bit too ambitious and I know this game was years in the making this was meant to be part of the Final Fantasy 13 the Crystal whatever it was Nova Crystallis series or whatever it was it was originally Final Fantasy 13 but it's it's okay but I don't know it just doesn't feel Final Fantasy enough to me I don't know why it's just so different Um, do you think that um, do you think that like kids could get into this kind of chibi version of it I'm talking about the main version but yeah, yeah the chibi version Bethany could definitely play this. Yeah, uh, if she wants to learn about Final Fantasy fifteen, the story, like if she likes mm-hmm. Kingsglaive, which she might, then definitely let her play this. It's got the story; it hits the main beats of the story, and it's got like some of the main quest style things. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not overly simplified. Like that's what I mean. It doesn't feel like a mobile game. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels like a DS, like I said, Final Fantasy three or four style game. Yeah. Um, the, the smaller areas, there's no like I said, like playing the bigger game most of it's hopping in the car and sitting waiting if you haven't got a fast travel point, mm. so you're not really it, the, the open world isn't inviting anyway, like because once nighttime comes, you basically get told, knock this, we should turn in for the night, Do you know what I mean, so yeah. it's like <laughs> so that it, it was a closed off game technically um, I know you, you could just say no, I want to keep going, but you would get messed up most of the time with the things that mm. come out of the ground so um, I would definitely say for like Bethany and stuff I suppose that is a good way, most folk that have a Switch like it's good for kids to get into that way that's who it's good for, like Bethany or if Alexa was a bit older I would give it to her to like play Final Fantasy XV whereas the main version is like the adult quote unquote version but it's mm-hmm. kind of a nice side edition, like I'll chip away at it in bits but I'm not going to sit down and go right Final Fantasy XV it was a cool idea to do and like having a tenner off it on the Switch was a nice way, I don't think I'd have paid 25 quid for it. I think 15 is the price it should have came out at, personally. But, um, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. And Final Fantasy 15 is obviously good enough that I'm playing through it like a second or third time. can't remember. I think this is my second time. Um, well, you played through it, completed it, and then remember you... Lost my it. saves. Yeah, you lost your save. Yeah. And then I started again. Yeah, that's what happened. So... It's, it's cool and it's a weird it's a weird it's almost like a concept game if you know what I mean where they're testing things like they're adding to it as if it's an MMO and stuff and it's very confusing where like oh we're doing another set of DLC that's fine but they're constantly adding like live events that are only active at certain times and stuff and like uh, they do the festival you know the festival they do and stuff like that yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a very strange way of doing things but it's interesting it's an interesting look into the way they're headed and there's something still cool about Final Fantasy still Final Fantasy like there's parts of 13 I still loved no matter how much I slate that game I, I love most of Final Fantasy to be fair um, apart from the first two and the third one's kind of shit didn't enjoy <laughs> five 
<laughs> so half of, the, of them. half of the Final Fantasies I love but like this this one I'm really glad I finished it and like I do still like the characters in it I enjoyed King's Glee when we went to the cinema and we got the movie yeah, popcorn yeah I've got it in Blu-ray and I, I'm going to watch it again soon because the certain, I'm at the part where like the King's just sorry spoilers the King's just been killed and knocked his finds out about it because obviously yeah. the first like the first chapter of the game's kind of parallel with Kingsglaive. Do you know it's happening yeah. while Kingsglaive's happening? Because you you end up in Insomnia, which is where Kingsglaive happens. But during the attacks, you've been sent away to meet the princess anyway. That you're kind of like uh, destined to marry from birth, sort of thing. But you don't know that she's been kidnapped. And then the events kind of cross over and tie in. So I'm gonna watch it again because um, I haven't seen it since I see. I think I maybe watched it once after the cinema. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the, the only other thing I played was a bit of Forza Horizon Four. But the, th- the weird thing is with that, like I'm sure your progress carries over. But then Ross said he booted it up again; his stuff wasn't there. But when I booted it up, my progress was still there. So I'm not quite sure what's going on with Ross's win. But Forza Horizon Four is incredible. But um, it's just like it's, I'm never going to pre-order. I'm never going to pay for it. Like the first game that it happened with was Sea of Thieves, and yes, I'm paying Game Pass every month. But it's like. Why am I going to drop like 40 to 50, probably 50 quid digital on a game that I'll get free? That if I really wanted to beast it and finish it, you could have it done in five months, which if you're paying monthly, Game Pass is going to be cheaper than 50 quid because it's only 7 99 So mm-hmm. why? And if you wait to Christmas, Forza Horizon again will be on sale anyway at Christmas. I'll, don't get me wrong, they'll get the sale of the DLC from me. I'll definitely buy the DLC. But the fact that like even like Gears of War 5, sure I want it at midnight. But I, I can wait to start downloading it at midnight if I'm getting it for free. Cause yeah, definitely. It's the same same with like the Halo 6. Yeah, I would have probably mm. pre-ordered it, but I, I ain't doing that now. And it's a good move. I'm, I'm not criticizing I'm just a wee bit like as if we've kind of hacked the system like with this <laughs> yeah. Game Pass. That's how good a deal it feels to me. Mm. I'm not paid by Microsoft to say this or anything, but I, I'm looking at it going, are you sure, guys? Like, yeah. Okay, you you keep giving me them, and you've said they're never going to leave Game Pass. I'm to it, so I'm yeah, going to keep. It's it's insane. Like, I mean, could you fathom like Spider Man or yeah. God of War God having or Horizon Uncharted. coming out day one? Like, like if you pre a subscription for PlayStation now, yeah. no, like Sony's never going to do that. I I remember like putting on like the the. Uh, see a thieves to download and almost expecting it to go I've changed my mind you're not getting it I remember downloading it's working they're doing it like it's just such a ballsy move and fair play to them but they're going to get my subscription every month regardless like I'm, don't get me wrong I'm glad they're doing it but the fact that they've done it is such a crazy unexpected move for me that all first party Microsoft games will now be on it forever day one nuts I think, I think the thing is with that as well the um because the a lot of the games they are putting on are like quote unquote live service games that they do get updated like through the year and stuff like that. So like Forza for Forza Horizon Four is like very online. Like there's a lot of like interconnection yeah. friends and stuff like that. So that that's going to be a game that they'll continually update. Same Sea of Thieves. They're always like adding new content to it. Um, Forza Horizon Three. They're still updating. <laughs> yeah. So like although we're not playing Sea of Thieves anymore, like we could jump back in at any time and like experience the new things. Um, mm. State of Decay Two as well. Like very live service like online connected game same way like halo multiplayer stuff it's going to be all all that and more um, and gears as well like it's multiplayer so like all the yeah. games that they're putting on it are multiplayer games that <clears throat> that are going to sell you like on top of your uh game pass you're going to also be buying gold regardless 
Yep, because you have to, yeah. So they're getting double the thing, yeah. I've got get what what because of my deals. What when is it? My gold runs out like twenty twenty one or something. <laughs> something like that, yeah. <laughs> right into next gen. Um, they've done that deal again recently. It's still on Amazon four quid for six months and a tenner or three months and a tenner, mm. which is a good deal because if you end up buying four of them, you get your year and forty quid mm. for for sixty and like so you're basically paying. Forty pound for credit and twenty pound for a year's gold. So, which is a good deal. It's a brown deal when it, when you work it out like that in your head because that's how I I always do that with deals. I work. Okay, so that's going to cost me six. So, my year's forty quid anyway. So, for twenty pound, I'm getting forty quid credit to buy a full game. Yeah. But if I do that, then it'll be like twenty twenty two, and Microsoft will probably tell me to calm down. You know, like. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't think you need to do it again. I don't need to do it again. I don't know if I'll renew go, uh, PlayStation Plus, though, because I don't play online PlayStation at all. Um, the only thing that I would have played online PlayStation was Fortnite, but it doesn't link to anything. That's the one thing I'm good... Uh, like, I'm unsure how this works, but I get told when I buy a Galaxy Note 9, I get the mm-hmm. Galaxy skin in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no Galaxy skin in Fortnite. Oh, what? Um, so... I don't know what that is. Yeah, Although I've read works. things where it's like you have to play like three games and then you get the offer. And like I seen a mm-hmm. video on YouTube, some kids doing it, and they're like, "Okay, so mum went by with the Note Nine, so here's what I'm doing." They went into like a phone shop and went in the demo unit uh, down in England, and they logged into the Fortnite and used the because it's the Note Nine that's tied to the skin because mm-hmm. it's one pair Note Nine, and they they done that in the two demo units to get the the Fortnite skin. <laughs> But yeah, nothing popped up at all saying Galaxy Skin or anything. It was mm. the case. It just Fortnite. So I really hope I haven't missed that offer. But I mean, mm. the Note Nine's still what couple only a couple of months old, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe I not even. I don't think the offers run out. Like because that was one of the kind of selling points of the Note Nine for the phone. But yeah. like it was like a promotional thing essentially. So yeah. I, th- I think you should be able to get that. Yeah, I would think so as well. So I, nothing's popped up yet. But I don't like playing Fortnite on my phone. So what I'll do is I'll unlock the skin. And I'll play it on my Switch. Because it's linked, but like um, they're also doing the the exclusive skin for the Switch pack, which is mm. it's a terrible looking skin anyway. Like I think it you is. talked about it last week, but like yeah. the Galaxy skin at least kind of looks cool because it looks kind of mm. like a old Spider Man when he got that sort of galactic suit that looked like that. Remember? Oh, another one you mean? Yep. Yeah, that's what that reminds me of. And I know you don't like Fortnite, but I play bits and bobs, and having that cool skin is badass. Um, as far as I know, I get one for the Tab S four as well. Um, so, if anyone wants to pay me a lot of money, I'll sign in their account and get. Them. <laughs> I'd, I'd say about I'd say about five hundred pounds will do. I'm joking, but <laughs> I, this the skin sells for quite a bit with folk offering it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the only other game I played was Spider Man, and I actually finished the game, Andy. Nice. So, I still stick with what I said last week. I'm kind of annoyed by um, Miss Negative being pushed to kind of the sidelines as almost like a henchman. Um, he should have been the main boss. They should have. He should have been the final fight. <sighs> I didn't feel as invested in the final fight. I felt like I felt like I was treading old ground, which I was worried about when I Spider Man, as you know. Uh, it's a very good Spider Man game. Uh, there's definitely going to be a sequel. There's like a post credit scene. There's no after credit scene, so you can skip the last credits. Andy, there is a scene like there's the credits, kind of like Marvel. You know how they do the sort of like before the credits scroll, they do like the sort of like scenes from the movie you know images from the film and then they do a post credits and then the yep. black screen hits well they do that and then they do a scene and then the credits hit uh it's something that's 
none of it's a surprise really like you could map out Spider-Man the game mm. story once you get to a certain point what I'll say is this is probably the best comic no, it, I don't know it's harsh uh, compared to Arkham uh, I don't know they've done a very good job Marvel side of doing a, a story because I can't say it's the best story in a game because I've really enjoyed the Arkham stories yeah. um, so it's one of one one really good storyline the, the first Marvel decent story we'll say that that like you said last week the way you hit it you hit the nail on the head when you said the rest of them were more like a Spider-Man game first that they wrote a story around whereas this felt like they focused on the story and made sure it was worth telling before they made a game around it yep uh, the comparisons to Arkham are there, right? Because see, even near the end game, the amount of side missions that pop up, and by that stage, you're not going to really need to do them because I've, I think the level cap's 50, right? I finished the game at level 42. I wanted to finish it when I was 40. <laughs> of course. And I, di- and I did, right? So you, you get the 45 and you get the second last suit. Like, all the suits, I've only got five suits to actually unlock, but I can see them all. There's like a final suit for you know finishing everything in the game, and like Taskmaster becomes your kind of Riddler challenges. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah. uh, he kind of almost popped up like uh, you know how Azrael pops up in mm-hmm. uh, is it City, and you have to fight him at certain points, and he says too soon yep. goes away. Taskmaster does that with you once you've done a few challenges. Like okay. I get ra- I was swinging along and I get wrapped, and I'm like, what's this bullshit? Please tell me they're not doing this again. They don't. So don't worry about it. And even though I was at the door, when you go to the certain door, it says, this is your last chance to upgrade, blah, blah, blah. Once you finish the game, Spider-Man appears in the city and he says, I've still got stuff to finish. So you do still have a chance to free roam and do your side missions, which is what I wanted. And there is no robot barricades put up while you're swinging if you don't do it. If you you don't uh, think the citizens. So it's instantly a better Spider-Man game than Amazing Spider-Man 2. So do, do you know? Do you know what was funny? Like uh, I, I noticed when I was playing the other night. Now the the sable people are in in my game. They've like started blocking off the roads, which yeah. reminded me of that. But they're so low down that the barriers you can just swing over them. They they start firing rockets at you and stuff, but you tap circle, and you dodge it in the air, and mm-hmm. it doesn't. Affect you. But that calms down because you know what sable's like. She becomes on your mm-hmm. side later on, yeah. and then yeah, they don't attack you as much. But then the, they explain it as well as why they're still attacking you. Like there's some units that haven't received the orders, or some units mm-hmm. that are just rogue. I, I can't remember what they they did explain it though. It was quite funny. Um, really good. I, I wish the DLC was kind of more focused after the events in the game, but the way that it's looking is the DLC will be during the game because yeah. something happens at the end that I'm like alright then uh, I can't really say too much but basically whatever happened I thought that's costume mm. I mean the, the, the after credit scene I'm like oh that'll be the costume but it's not and I'm like oh, it really should have been I'll tell you one that surprised me mm. right, there's no symbiote suit in it there's no yeah, like yeah I heard that and like sorry for the spoilers but I mean like I didn't rush to finish this game. Um, I I kept the suits under wrap. The suits are okay, but they're not the best Spider-Man suits in my mind. They've got the latest one, you know, the like Mark IV Spider Armor from the yeah, current yeah. series. And it's cool looking. Um, they've got the Homecoming suit, which is my kind of go-to. Um, they had a really cool one, like close your ears if you really don't hear want to hear a spoiler of classic comic Spidey that almost looks mm-hmm. black, and his superpower is quips. So when you click R three, he quips. At the bad oh, guys okay. while you're fighting them, it doesn't mm. do anything combat-wise, but like 
he says funny things until it runs out, which is all right. But I mean, that kind of solves your thing for chatting to mm-hmm. the the guys during fight and if you put that suit on or we don't even need to because the cool thing is the suit unlocks a power that co- that's meant to go with the suit but you can put on another suit and change your powers about so um i, I just like the homecoming suit i just that's it's just a really cool design to me it looks kind of newish enough but classic uh I, i'm disappointed it didn't have the amazing spider-man suit sandra garfield really like them uh, well specifically amazing spider-man too but uh it's, it's, it's got like spider punk and stuff but that they would have at least had every spider-man game has always got a symbiote suit mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like the black yeah. suit oh um, no i don't want to get into that because that may even me saying don't want to get into symbiotes might, might sound like it's a spoiler so i'm not going to get into anything basically anything you didn't see in this there's kind of a loose thread left at the end of like oh so that was there oh so that right. was going to happen oh so this is going to happen like mm-hmm. You'll see some stuff, and you can. It's not really a spoiler. You know what Norman Osborn's be. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, well, you find a prototype helmet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like an army helmet, and you get to wear it at one point. But you don't get to use it outside of his apartment, which sucks. But like, you, you get to see that. So you can see the way that it's going with that. But they've made a kind of weird choice with like Doc Ock's, not Doc Ock, but you fought other villains. And like mm, Goblin's yeah. not Goblin, but Osborn's already mayor, and it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> so yeah, it's a very very weird choice. So like, it's almost as if like they're relying on the old faithfuls because like he's fought Chameleon. He even talked about fighting Chameleon, and I'm like, what? That's kind of a random one. But like, he's fought Scorpion before, he's fought Rhino before, but he's never fought Doc Ock before. He's never mm. fought what Venom before. He's never fought the Green Goblin before. So they're obviously le- leaving these for the sequels, but. I, I still stand by Mr. Negative should have been the final showdown. He should have been the villain as shown in all the trailers. Mm. What they ended up doing was like, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I'll say that. It wasn't a bad story, but the way they'd done it was like almost pulling the carpet away from Mr. Negative and going, nah, we'll just, this is easier and comfortable. And it's like, come on, come on. But yeah, I'm, I'm chipping away at side quests. I'm trying to clean up the areas. I think I might not try and platinum it, but at least get the last suit unlocked like it's mm-hmm. the city you know sometimes when you finish a game oh i've only got like two or three things left to do this is still get enough of a game that i will dip in and play this and they've done a clever thing they obviously realized the length of the game which i would say is maybe 20 hours that the dlc is coming out by the end of this year isn't it black cats like next month yeah yeah october yeah yeah so that's a clever idea keeping folk active with it and i'm sure there's another one before christmas as well coming there's three in total mm, yeah I, um, I think it is i don't know what exactly they are but like the first one's black cat yeah but they're doing them close enough whereas some games like and then you're gonna have to wait to like six months down the line where i've usually traded it i've bought the mm, digital yep. deluxe so you have access to these as well Andy. obviously yeah. with the season pass so like, like um, horizon for example like it had a DLC yeah. came out but it was like yeah, easy six months after the game was out, so like everybody had already finished the game it. to whatever degree that they were going to finish it, and then trade it in. Yeah, so I think season passes that do stuff like that, it's different for like Final Fantasy, right? There are still folk playing it, like Andy, but like <laughs> they they released it slow and steadily because their game was longer. But see, when the game story is under like forty hours, you definitely need to release your season pass content quicker if it's story based. You know, you need yeah. to keep the people interested. And I definitely think they should take a leaf out of Final Fantasy XV book and stuff like that, where if the first season pass sells well and you're working on your next game, have a small team that's going to work in year two. Like, take a leaf out of Ubisoft's book. 
expand your game. Give me like another season pass next year for thirty quid. Put at least fifteen hours of gameplay in it, and everybody's happy, and you're still making money. Because folk, folk, folk will be clamouring to buy the sequel to this. Now, if Sony force them to, this will be end of next year because the engine's already there. Like they could easily, if they've got a storyline in place, have it banged out by next year. But then yep. they're going to force them into a yearly game sort of cycle. But they might want to get one out next year before the PS5 hits, you know, to have the third one on PS5. I don't know Maybe. what I would prefer. I don't know what I'd prefer, but I can definitely see one next year, end of next year. Mm, I, I don't think so. I don't think it'll come out that quickly. Two years maximum then. Yeah, two two years I could see it definitely, but not, not next year. Because they have got the story for this lockdown. Right, and all the way through the game, like, and I don't care about all these videos, like, have you seen the one? And we played it, and they said, what if we make the spider white? And you look at that, and you know that that's, is it Insomniac, isn't it? Yeah. You know that's Insomniac Spider-Man. It's like, yeah, but the first thing I'd done was change the suit as soon as possible because it looks <laughs> stupid. And every cutscene in the game allowed me to use the fucking suit I wanted, and then I walk into the last cutscene, oh, wait, why am I wearing that suit? Because you've pre-rendered the final cutscene. Mm-hmm. Every other cutscene in the game, even the pause scenes, was the suit I had on mm. at the time. Yep. And then on the last scene, you forced me into wearing a suit, which was fair enough. But then the scene after that, when I don't wear that suit, you've put me into the white spider suit for that scene. And why? When I wasn't wearing it. I was... Uh, before. <laughs> the, you're forced to wear a suit, right, for the last battle, which makes sense, right? It's, it's explained. And the suit's cool, and you get it unlocked after that, right? But underneath that, I wasn't like it's basically spider armor, right? I'm not going to tell you anymore, right? It goes over your suit. I was wearing the homecoming suit, so when the armor comes off me, when I'm not wearing the armor anymore, why why did it default to the white suit? That's an oversight. They should have definitely programmed that. And I, I just don't like the white suit. I don't think it looks cool. I'm I I didn't like it when the game got announced, and I finished the game now. I'm glad they gave you the options quick enough to change it. And some other Spider-Man games, you don't even get the, the suits till the end of the game, and it's kind of a waste, as you know. So mm-hmm. I think they were very good at distributing the suits as you went along in this, rather than endgame-style stuff, when yeah. why are you going to change the suit to swing about Amazing Spider-Man 2? Like, <laughs> uh, and I like the Black Cat suit and the sort of side missions suits you get added mm-hmm. in as well that don't show up. And I'm sure there's a couple of secret ones that I've not found yet as well. Um I've still to take down what's his tombstone. I'm doing the tombstone side quest, so th- don't get me wrong. It is very Arkham Knighty. I do think the sequel is going to be like um, it's, the sequel is going to be more like Arkham City style upgrade, where it beat everything Arkham Asylum did. Even though I preferred Arkham Asylum, um, I would like the swinging to go back to L2 and R2 still, even at the end of the game. Uh, you could probably finish this game when your Spider Man's about level 40, 38, because. The, the problem with this game is if if you're getting beat by a boss, you can hit R2 and swing about and like do a stunt and push down and heal yourself because every time you do something like that, you know when you push and try, yeah. you know when you, you zip off a web line, you know you can push down and it'll give you a small bit of health. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got kind of like I, I, I went into it quick and like every boss has got it sort of, you either have to web them or throw their objects back at them. Very simple. And like sometimes you have to fight two at once. Like uh, you fight Rhino and Scorpion together, and it's not as mm-hmm. cool as the Electro and Vulture fight 
but it, it's still cool. But then the last battle, all my health went down. I went, oh shit. So I just started swinging about and then just pushing down, 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 mm. down. It <laughs> took a while, but my health went back up and I didn't die. So uh, that should have been looked at more, I think, to make it more challenging. But uh, a lot a lot more QTE than I wanted. A lot more web up and just hit triangle to win. Um, at the end, it was literally push square to win. And it's like, I wanted more than a interactive mm-hmm. cutscene. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, it's uh, probably my second favourite Spider-Man game of all time. And I'm interested in the world. I like the Spider-Man they've created. I just don't want that suit again. Um, but yeah, the amazing Spider-Man on PS3 was... That's that's my favourite Spider-Man game. I just really thoroughly enjoyed that. I felt it, it it felt more like Arkham. This one when it forces you into I've got to take them out stealthily. It's like no, you don't. You fucking Spider-Man. You could <laughs> bounce off that guy's head and web the guy up, gun in front of the hostages if you really want to. Um, all in all, good. And I don't think the Mary Jane things that annoyed me were overused by the end. I was worried that they were going to be more consistent. The Miles ones I could have probably done without, to be honest, even though it's cool seeing Miles in them, but it was just like Mary Jane with a hacking device, and it's like instant mm. death if you get seen, and there was a couple of times where I get seen, and it's like there's no real line of sight for the guards, you can't really tell, um, and there's one where you have to just yeah, run away. Very, they're not very good stealth missions no. like those at all. No, so but there's not too many of them that brought it down. They weren't needed, do you know? Like mm. It could have been shown in a cutscene, they weren't needed. And I really hope the black cat isn't all stealth, but I've got a feeling at least it'll make sense. Black cat's going stealthy because mm-hmm. you're probably stealing stuff. Um, but yeah, all, all in all, decent. But I definitely preferred Amazing Spider-Man, uh, not the second one, because the end game of that was terrible. Like the end game, of, the end game of Spider-Man's what makes a break, and this this one's end game seems pretty good. Uh, I'll play more of it for next week, but storyline wise, I'm 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 done with it already. I really hope Black Cat comes out soon. Um, got it digital anyway, so it's not like trading it. Mm. But yeah, apart from that, I didn't, I didn't play anything at all. Not one thing. So Andy, what have you been playing? So yeah, I've been playing uh, Spider Man as well, and I've kind of chimed in like while you've been talking there as well. But uh, I'm now uh, up to I'm on Act Two. Um, I, I did a little bit of the Tombstone side mission as well, um, like the first sort of part of it, and uh, I, I'm now what am I doing in the main game? I can't remember. I did the bit with Miles' first day at Feast. Did that. Which was okay. Like, I, I'm kind of with you with, like, the Miles sections were not needed, but I like the, the kind of fan service aspect of it, where, like, um, getting to play as Miles was cool, especially the first time you're like, holy shit, I'm now, I'm now Miles, I'm going to be Miles for the rest of the game. Yeah, when like, Peter looked like he died. Yeah, because Peter totally looked like he was dead. And I think that would have been amazing if, like, a bait and switch if they'd done it like that. Because you would be still playing as the same character. And, like, you'd just have to essentially, like, learn stuff again. Like, cool. But it wasn't. The one thing that I thought was really strange about both Mary Jane and Miles is that they've both got spider sense. <laughs> for some reason. Like, yeah. Like, you click in the artery stick, like, to do the spider sense. Like, this, like, oh, yeah, I can see where the guards are or the interactable objects. Why does Mary Jane and Miles have this? Like, because I don't think Miles has been bitten by a spider at this point. I could be wrong, but Mary Jane certainly has not. Like, that that was really strange to me. Like, that's that it totally took me out at the moment. 
Um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the game overall, and uh, the combat's grown on me quite a lot over the last couple of weeks. Um, I didn't like it at first, um, because I did feel that like it was so easy to just die from someone shooting you. But it, and and it did feel a lot like Arkham, but. I, since I've played it more and more, I don't think it feels like Arkham to me at all because it's so much faster and you need to just move about and jump about so I'm, much more. I'm, that feels sorry, like I'm, referring, I'm referring to it as Arkham more because of the depth they've went to with characters, side characters, yeah. and like the way the missions are structured are very Arkham-y. But like, as for Arkham actual style, the Amazing Spider-Man felt more like that, you know, the buildings you had Definitely, to go in and yep. yeah, you had to come down and stuff. It definitely felt more Arkham-y than this, whereas this is more like almost Arkham Knight with Spider-Man. I would say it's more like that, but faster, obviously. But I mean, the mission structure, like Taskmaster, feels like the Ruler, and like hmm. uh, Black Cat feels like Cat, like Catwoman. Yeah, Cat yeah, Lady. yeah. That's I mean, not 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 just yourself, obviously. Like, but like I've seen a lot of people say, like, all oh, the combat's just lifted straight from Arkham, and it isn't. It's so much faster. And, like, you need to string so much more together. Like Batman was slow, and like he would go around in circles, punch the guy do the gadget, punch the guy, punch, punch, like, do a cape move, like, that sort of stuff. But, like, Spider-Man, like, you could at any point stop, like, fighting the guys and just swing around them and attack them from far away if you wanted to. And you can do that, and, like, it is a, a viable tactic, so uh, it feels much more like a Spider-Man game, like, a Spider-Man, like, combat than probably any other of the Spider-Man games I've ever played. Like, which is a real testament to how, like, much they've spent uh, how much time the guys have spent like focusing on the combat and making it not feel like Arkham for, for me anyway uh, but yeah the storyline's really good and uh, I, like I'm still a good bit behind like like getting even close to finishing the game like uh, I've just I mean I pretty much just discovered Tombstone and like the the main sort of story bit and I went and did all the Doc Ock like uh, whatever the other mini games that were in his office went and did all them and that was uh, I don't know if you ever played the CSI games that were on PS3 era, like those mini games are straight out of that. <laughs> like, hmm, identify this element by putting these things in 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 this column. Like, okay, I can do that. And they were all right. I mean, it does feel like a kind of simple phone game type thing nowadays, but but they were okay. Like something different to do in the game. Um, but yeah, really enjoying the game overall so far, and uh. I'll continue to play it, and I'm probably going to try to platinum it because apparently it's relatively straightforward to do it. And like, I, I like games like this where everything's all checklisted off, and there's an icon on the map you can go to it, and you do whatever it is you need to do there, and then that's it, done, dusted. I've done all the backpacks, and I've done all the taking photos of stuff so far, just from swinging about. Mm-hmm. I don't like the pigeons. Pigeons are not fun to catch. I don't know them already. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that at all, and I've not really enjoyed the. Uh, well, there's a couple of them that are okay, but you know the the research station things that you're doing for Harry. Mm, yeah, they, they can get they just annoying. Some of them are really shit. Like there was one where I had to like like go and swing into birds or swing into clouds or some shit. This is it was really boring. Like you had to be really precise to where you swung. Like you had sometimes I would be swinging back and forward and like swinging through a cloud. That's what it was. Swing through this cloud. Like right, okay. And I'm like, I fucking swung through this cloud. It didn't register that I'd swung through it. Like right, swung back around and around and around to get the right height and go through it. And like, oh, this is boring. Did not like. Did not enjoy that. But uh, but aside from that, yeah, really really liking it so far. Um, I'll I'll talk more about it next week again. 
Um, just playing a couple, of, a couple other things. Um, so first of all, on the on the Switch, I was gonna buy the Final Fantasy Pocket, but uh, I decided instead to buy Velocity Two X that came out on Switch. Yeah. Which uh, which I've obviously played before on the on the Vita, and uh, the the Switch port of it is like perfect. It plays absolutely the same as the Vita version did. It obviously looks it looks a little bit better actually than the, the Vita one because you're on a bigger screen and whatnot. You can see more of the real estate of it. Um, I've yet to actually try to see if you can play it in vertical mode. I should try that because it is a vertical shmup. So I'll be interested to see if you can put it into vertical mode. But I I, I would guess that you probably can't because of the way the port's been done. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if they've changed the control scheme or if I just don't remember it right. But like I keep pressing like a certain button to like teleport because in the game you can like teleport your ship around and I keep going to press the wrong button like I don't know if, if the button's actually different or if I'm just misremembering it <laughs> but it plays the exact same and it's the same, it's the same game like but it includes the two DLC packs that they put out for it but it's a really really good game um, and if you've not played it before definitely definitely pick it up and if you had it if you got it for free on Playstation Plus and liked it then buy it on Switch because you owe that developer for your enjoyment, and uh, it means that they will they will be able to release the uh, the third game in the Velocity trilogy that they've been working on and need the funds. Essentially, they need to they need to prove that the the game has selling power beyond being a free PlayStation Plus download. So yeah, but yeah, it's a really really good game. Like if you like uh, like shoot 'em up shoot 'em up games, uh, it's an absolute must buy on the on the Switch. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. I've not tried it actually like on the on the big screen or with the uh, Pro Controller or anything. I've just been playing it in handheld mode and uh, dipping away at it. Uh, I'm definitely rusty at it though because uh, like I know the levels or uh, at least I knew the levels um, so much so that I'd got, I think I'd done the first 20 levels of it and got them perfect, like perfect scores on them. So like done them within the lowest time frame, got all the people rescued and got the maximum points and stuff. But um, I haven't managed to get any perfects yet. But it has been probably two years, maybe or at least a year anyway, since I've last played the game. So, but yeah, re- really, really good version of the game. I'll I'll probably play it a bit more this week and uh, and and talk about the different kind of control options with it because I haven't tried. Like I say, I've only tried it in handheld. I haven't tried it tabletop or with a pro controller or or to see if it goes vertical. Because I think playing vertical would be really cool because it's like a vertical shmup. But again, I don't know if you can do that in the game. It'd be difficult um, for the platform too. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I'll try it for next week and see if you can do it. Um, so aside from that, the only thing I played was uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, not Rise of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Which I finished the game and promptly traded it in. <laughs> Even though I did buy the version which uh, gives, gave me the season pass. Um, but the, this game had some big problems, which was a real shame. Cause like, see when it worked, it was fucking amazing. Like, as good as Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Rise of the Tomb Raider, I loved it. Um, but this game had big, big problems with like audio glitches and stuff, like all the time. Yeah. Like, it's almost I would say unforgivable for like a game of this like caliber and scope to have these these like basic audio problems. Like, uh, there'd be so much, so many times where, like, the audio would just, like, drop in and out. Like, you know, you know that way where you're, like, I don't know if you've, you'll have noticed in a game before where there's, like, a looping audio track in a certain area. 
So yeah. like and then you transition to a new area and it will slowly like move into the new audio track, whatever it is for that area. But like this one it was like hard hard cuts. So like you would transition to a new area and the old sound would would like basically abruptly stop and the new sound would abruptly start. And like in the in this this current era with like God of War, which does all that shit seamlessly, like you cannot have this like people are gonna call you out on it. So like that's one thing. Also the the audio glitches in the cutscenes are just ridiculous. Like, uh, the lip sync in Spider-Man is really good. And the lip sync in Shadow of the Tomb Raider, when it worked, was perfect. Best lip sync I've ever seen. But 90% of the game, in the cutscenes, the audio sync was off. Like, <laughs> it was so strange. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is probably one of the best looking games I've ever seen. And then the second it started, like the audio sync started going off. I'm like, no, <laughs> just no. This is horrible. Um, but yeah, that was really off. And I ended up like I usually do play with subtitles on in a game. But I ended up having the subtitles on and like uh, looking at the subtitles and listening to the characters speaking rather than looking because I normally like look at their mouths when they're speaking and then like not read the subtitles and they're just there. But in this one, I'm like, yep, no, I'm just going to watch the subtitles and listen. Because the voice acting and everything like that is brilliant in the game. Like, uh, Kamala Ludington plays Lara brilliantly. Um, and, like, the the gameplay, when it when it is working and when it's firing all cylinders, like, I would go for an hour or two hours where I would be in love with the game. I'm like, this is one of the best games I've ever played. So much fun. Um, even, like, the story is okay, and like the, but the puzzle solving and, and whatnot really enjoyed it and there's some really good set pieces in it like uncharted level set pieces at points where and some of them were better than uncharted so it's like so you kind of like get getting really into it and then you know like a, a glitch or like a cutscene and like oh yeah this is what this game is <laughs> it's like it's such a weird juxtaposition between like going like yes amazing amazing game and then like shit shit game which is very strange because most games the player either like they're pretty good or they're amazing all the way through or they're really shit all the way through. Like you don't get this where like yes, amazing, 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 and then shit, shit, shit. But yeah, I mean, I think I died in this game about 150 times, right? And and that's just like that's probably been conservative on it. And I would say that I died four times due, during combat, which uh, three times were at the final boss. Which was just a bullshit final boss, um, but aside from that, like the combat was totally fine. There's like the stealth in that was actually quite good, and I really enjoyed doing the stealth parts of it. Um, once you actually got into like shooting combat, sometimes it was the, it was a bit stacked against you when you were supposed to be doing stealth, because it was very obvious. Like when you were, it was like, okay, now you need to do this stealth thing here. Like you cover yourself in mud and murder the guys. Like okay, cool, that's fine. But the second like somebody saw you and you got into like a firefight with them. You you were fucked in those situations, but if it was like a, just a normal firefight, it was no problem. You could you could deal with it, no bother. And it was fun to do those, but it was not fun when you had to uh, when you had to kill the guys after they spotted you when you were supposed to be doing stealth. Because it's almost like they're like, oh no, you failed, but you didn't like you don't fail straight away like you do in like but <laughs> in the Spider Man stealth missions and it makes you start them again or from whatever checkpoint. It's like, yeah, you've got a slight chance here of being able to kill these guys, but yeah, probably not. Um, which was kind of annoying, because like, 
in, in these games you would rather that you had the option of doing it whatever you wanted and they're kind of presented like that way like you can do stealth if you want or you can shoot but it's definitely weighted in favour in those specific areas um, to towards the stealth and like I say the stealth does work well so it's fine but if you do fuck up and get seen then it, it's annoying to like fight through and get killed by the one last guy and then have to restart from the beginning of the stealth section again um, but yeah, the the, the glitches were, were real bad. Yeah. The, some of the puzzle solving seemed like quite random as well. Because, like, you know, that way where you'll see like a thing and it'll be like, oh, and you need to work out whatever the riddle is. And the riddle doesn't really seem to relate to anything in the room. But there's like various different things that you can pull and you need to pull them in a specific order. But there was one specific puzzle I remember where you had to, uh, you had to listen to this like not not listen to this but you had to read like a tablet or something like that and it's like oh this is the the riddle you need to solve and it was like two pillars you needed to pull and you had to pull them in the correct order or you were dead and had to start the puzzle again I'm like okay so if you pull one wrong it just kills you and <clears throat> if you pull the correct one and then the next one wrong then it kills you and like to get to the point of being able to pull those uh those levels essentially you have to like pull a block that reflects a light onto one of these things which was just anno- which is kind of annoying like it, so it was just a, like a little bit of trial and error there but I, like, I think they could have made it um not necessarily more obvious but i think they could have like pointed you a little bit in a better direction as to what one you were supposed to pull because it was unclear and i was just kind of guessed as to which ones i had to pull because it, it didn't like it's like something to do with like jesus on the cross and like the riddle, something to do with that, and it was like you had to pull specific ones, um, because they had these six different points of like Jesus getting on the cross and coming off the cross and like that sort of stuff. And it was like, oh, you need to pull it at two specific points of him being on or off of the cross. I'm like, but it, from the riddle, like it didn't really make any sense as to what ones you were supposed to pull. But anyway, um, the the other real bullshit thing was the final boss. Oh my fucking god. Oh no wait, sorry I was telling you about the deaths right, so I died 150 times in the game, give or take, and 4 times through combat, 3 on the final boss, and 1 just like from me fucking up essentially during like a stealth mission and getting killed by by people, okay that's fair enough, um, but <laughs> the other, all the other times I died was falling, falling and falling and falling off of things, and the, the reason I fell... It was not my fault. It was not that I was shit at the game. It was because it was not. It was absolutely not obvious to me where I was supposed to go when I'm jumping off of something. So like, in in the game, you can like jump off and you can latch onto things by swinging or by like hooking your axe into them. And like sometimes you'll just like jump off like because you know how the the games they kind of dictate you're on a on whatever path you're on, mm-hmm. and by like having like a bit of whatever like a bit of wood or something like that poking out into like a chasm. And it's like, okay, you have to run in this chasm and jump off it, and then you need to go wherever, straight forward, left, right, up, down, that sort of thing. But a lot of the time it'll be, you'll jump off and you'll be like, what am I, like, what am I jumping at here? Because sometimes you you would jump, and her jump would be just, like, just really long, <laughs> like, unnaturally long. And obviously it, it just kind of pulls you into, like, the animation of, like, oh, she's going to catch this. But other times it would be, it would be a shorter distance that you would jump, but you wouldn't be able to catch on to the whatever ledge it was, and you would just fall down. 
and it was a lot of the times very unobvious as to where you were supposed to hook on to or, or like get axe into so yeah easily a hundred times just off of falling off and stuff through trial and error trying to work out what thing they wanted me to catch on to even though other things looked as if I would be able to latch onto them. Like, there's like a climbing wall there. Oh, I should be able to climb onto that. But no, that is actually not a climbing wall. It just happens to look a bit like a climbing wall. And you need to go to this other, like, slightly moved over pixel, which, that's the climbing wall. Like, like come on, come on to fuck. <laughs> like, things like that. Just ridiculous. Um, I also fell down a couple of times in the final boss fight when the boss, like, knocked me off of the, the sort of area that you're on which was bullshit as well. Um, but yeah, that final boss, like, was the worst final boss I've fought since Quantum Break's final boss, which was awful. That's probably one of the worst ones I've ever fought. But this guy, um, throughout the game, there's, like, obviously kind of supernatural elements in it. Um, and there's, like, kind of zombie things appear at one point, And, like, okay. Like, you've kind of had stuff like this in Tomb Raider before a little bit. And, like, Uncharted certainly had stuff like this. But this guy, he gets the MacGuffin for the game. Like, there's two, like, MacGuffins. One's, like, a knife and one's, like, a box. And and they literally call it the box. <laughs> and when he puts the knife into the box, it gives him, like, godlike powers, <laughs> right? Where he starts to glow. It kind of reminds me, actually, of uh, Iron Man 3. See, <clears throat> the the fake Mandarin in Iron Man 3? Not, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aldrich Killian. When he sort of glows. Kind of reminds me of that. And, like, this guy just starts to glow and then all of a sudden he's got, like, a, like, magical shield he can put around himself and he can, like, teleport around the place. And and the the only way that I could work out strategy-wise to kill him, because, like, up at the beginning of the mission it's like, okay, sneak about, take away these statues to take away his power. All right, that's fine. And then after you've done that, it's like, okay, now this is the boss, you need to fight him. Right? And, like, uh, Lara sort of, like, grabs the knife off of him. And you've got the knife in your hand. I'm like, all right, so I must have to stab him with it. But, like, you try and stab him with it, and he's just, like, he kills you, like, instantly, basically. So what what I had to end up doing is, like, moving away from him and shooting him with, like, a machine gun. (laughs) I'm like, why did they give me this knife to use and then, like, make me use a machine gun? And then once you've used the machine gun to, like, weaken him down a bit, or or whatever weapon you use, um, then he sort of starts to glow again and he gets a shield around him and then when he gets the shield around him you can run up to him and stab him for some reason like okay but I think it's him like drawing the power in and you can go up and stab him but the two things really pissed me off about this mission so through the rest of the game you would have or this this boss through the rest of the game you would have your weapon equipped and if you chose like the, say the machine gun for example as like the weapon you had on right now then if you happen to do some platforming segments and then pulled your weapon like like aimed again to shoot, then you would pull back out your machine gun. Fine, that's cool. But in this one specific boss battle, like uh, I was at, at the beginning of it, like say you had to go around take out these three uh, these three like statues, and I had my machine gun equipped the whole time of that, and then after the after the boss sort of activated and I got this knife. Like, went to aim, like, to pull out my machine gun to shoot him, and then she pulls out the bow. Every time. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, because I'm selected, I was selected on the machine gun before uh, before that, and then, so, because it takes a second for you to, like, switch to the, the machine gun, then 
he gets health off you like every time there's no way for you to avoid losing some health because you're you can't really do anything else when you're like selecting a weapon you can't move about particularly so you're like selecting a weapon that takes a second and it you lose a bit of health every time but every time you stab him it switches you back to the bow <laughs> and then the bow is like totally ineffective uh, against him in in this mode because it doesn't take off enough health um for you to be able to shoot enough arrows at him before he kills you so you need to use the machine gun I I don't think you could have used any any other weapon. Um, the other thing is like the ammo is very sparse in this area, and it's kind of spread out. And the guy has like a ridiculous movement, so he is teleporting about the place, and he's got other guys coming to attack you as well. So it was really difficult to actually like roll around him and like find the ammo, and then reload the machine gun, and then select the machine gun every time, and then like pump him full of a bit of lead for maybe three or four seconds before he would be weakened so you could go and stab him. He had to stab him like five times as well. And every time after you stab him, back to the bow, but then you then you have to change to the machine gun so you can actually damage to him. Just fucking annoying as hell. But it and it was so strange to have that, like because the other the other like sort of boss fights that they'd had in the game were like against like a big guy or like against like a guy that was in a tank. And like they made sense you had to hide from the bullets or like work your way around the big guy, that sort of thing. But, like, this one, just utter bullshit. Like, utter bullshit mission. And then once you eventually kill him, like, I don't know if I want to necessarily spoil the end of the game, right? But, like, uh, once you eventually kill him, like, Lara's got the dagger, and uh, she's got the the box, and she, like, kind of powers up to it, and she starts to glow. And you're like, okay. But then there's, like, another woman that's kind of, like, hanging about with you that's the protector of this this realm that you're in and so Lara's like oh I'm going to sacrifice myself then I'm like okay this is the end of this trilogy she's going to die at this and then the, she sort of lies down on like a thing and then the woman like stabs her but then she doesn't and then it looks like she dies but she doesn't die okay <laughs> like like and like because after that it's like goes to credits but then it shows you like the uh, the kind of the ending and like Lara's back and she's totally fine <laughs> Very what? <laughs> like what the fuck? But yeah, um, but yeah, like I think without the glitches and without that final boss fight, I'd have absolutely loved the game. But because it had so many glitches and like so many issues with the platforming elements of it that were just annoying as fuck, um, that yeah. it really goes down in my estimation and probably makes it like the weakest of the three games because of that. Which I think, see if you put, see if you put this game for a bit more QA, like push it back three to six months then this is going to be, like, one of the best games ever made. Like, and I think they could still do it, like, um, patch it out, but, yeah, it's probably too late for now. Do you think it was rushed to hit the release date? Because when you... Definitely. That's, that's that's quick for a normal person, but for an Andy finishing Tomb Raider, that's really quick. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I, I actually want to go back and play, like, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider again, and, like, I go through it on PS4 to see if... to see if I'm just, like, noticing these glitches now and they were in the game all along but mm. I don't think I don't think I am I think these are like things that weren't in the last two games because I played those games like extensively I don't um, I've played the first one not as extensively but not mm. glitching the second one so far was like not glitchy either so yeah I mean I, I can't recall outside of like one glitch where there was an audio line repeated over and over which was really funny um, I can't recall any glitches from the first game apart from that one 
Mm. In the second game, I I don't remember any. I remember being in like in awe of how good the snow looked, but I don't remember like falling to my death hundreds and hundreds of times and uh, and like bullshit boss battles particularly or anything like that. So yeah. Also, there's way too many underwater segments. <laughs> like they're like, Lara can swim now. Like and she's we're gonna make her swim. Alaska. Yeah, but like in this one, she swims fucking all the time. There is at least. Eight underwater segments that I've done. Yeah, like, <laughs> and there are underwater segments that last a long time, and you're like going up for air at bits, and you're having to avoid electric eels and piranhas and like that sort of shit, and you're hiding from them in long grass. <laughs> okay. Like, mm, yeah, but yeah, like because of that, like definitely it's probably the weakest of the the three. Um, but yeah, maybe like I say, maybe they'll patch out some of those issues, and it will be a better game for it, but. Yeah, for for the moment, I would. If you're thinking of buying it, wait for a sale or a major patch to come out for it before you before you get it. That's a shame. Yeah, I because I, I, especially after the, like the first maybe half an hour of the game, because I I thought it was amazing. I'm like, yes, this is this is brilliant. This is gonna be one of my game of the year contenders, and, and just after that, it just fell apart. I'm like, no. Yeah, real shame. Okay, so anything else you played there, we? No, that was that, mate. Cool. So we'll finish up for tonight because I'm. Are you working tomorrow? Because I am. Yep. Yep. Awesome. So, um, stay tuned. The next half hour, you've got the B team with Chip Seller and the guys there. Um, uh, as for me and Andy, thanks very much for listening and check us out next week on allgames.com. Same time, roughly same place, and hopefully we'll have played many, many more games. Although. Like my games are kind of done. It's now about time to start compiling game of the game of the year list. I believe it's it's that time of year. See, there's still a couple that, are, that have to come out for me. Like Smash Bros isn't out yet. The uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey sure. is out like uh, a couple of weeks. And uh, what's the what's the other one? Uh, Starlink uh, Battle for Atlas with Star Fox in it. Is that out this year? Uh, that's out in a couple of weeks. Sixteenth uh, of October. That one comes out. Nice. So okay, like, so those those three games could all end up like in contention for me. <laughs> this is very true. But anyway, um, we'll finish up this week. Thanks very much, guys, for listening, and stay tuned on ourgames.com. Just like